Hey, Mixtape listeners. You can find us every Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Listen up, we've got some tea and you all are going to be obsessed. We spoke with the Abercrombie team and they told us that they were going to launch a wedding shop. Well, we lost it because as you know, we are both getting ready to get Abercrombie and hitched. The whole vibe of Abercrombie these days is clothes you'd wear for a perfect long weekend and all their customers were like, hey, we spend long weekends traveling for weddings these days and then Abercrombie was like, we love that. Let us just give you everything you could ever possibly want and love to wear for all things wedding. So they did. It has everything. Tons of dresses, jumpsuits, pants, swimsuits, pajamas, pantsuits, and all perfectly curated for different events, bachelorettes, brunches, showers, ceremonies as a guest and ceremonies as a bride, reception, and even honeymoon. It is incredible. Check out the Abercrombie Wedding Shop on abercrombie.com. Go shop it now. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. Cabo Wabo is a thick-cut, 100% Blue Weber Agave tequila made the way tequila was meant to be made, with full-on agave taste. Cabo Wabo is a smooth, sip-worthy tequila created for those who don't shy away from bold flavor. So are you ready to take things to the next level? Try Cabo Wabo tequila for a thicker cut of life. Cabo Wabo tequila, 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof. Copyright 2024, Campari, America, New York, New York. Please handle responsibly. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. For the year 2G, the rap game changed for one name. Jules ain't slain anything on this plane. Remains are found when the best kept secret can heat it. You went platinum with a ghostwriter, so in the game you won, you cheated. That shit was a noose. According to who? Me. <laughs> How many garages have you worked in, Mick? That's kind of my, why I believe it was a noose. Because I haven't. But the people who have exclusively only worked in garages their whole lives saw that. And they were like, that's a noose. I need to report this. All right, listen, not the people in my mentions, buddy. <laughs> Everybody in my mentions was a f- fucking pet boy. <laughs> <laughs> there was like, listen, I've worked in this uh, butt fuck garage in a town of twelve people, and that's just how we have our rope. <laughs> Are you gonna tell me rope is racist? Listen, I'm gonna tell you rope fashion like a noose is. It's also like 
maybe if every garage had that, I'd be like, okay. I just right. That was that was my whole thing. I was like, okay, if this is everywhere, one, y'all still need somebody on the ground to be like, we got to get a different uh, system. <laughs> it can just say NASCAR at the end of the pulley, like, but we have to get a different system of pulley. But yeah, if it's everywhere, okay, that's not an isolated incident. Okay, this, despite the FBI's research, who I, I was shocked. Yeah. Uh, to find that NASCAR appeared to uh, disagree with the FBI's findings. Um, but no, listen, I worked in a garage once when I was 14, Mick, and there we... You, you want to cancel garages now? Is that where you're at? Is this where your cancel uh, culture is? You want to get garages out of here? That was the biggest thing to me. Like, people... It was never like Bubba Wallace reported this. It was always someone else happened upon it. Someone mm-hmm. who worked in garages for a very long time, saw this and immediately called someone. Which shout out that guy. Yeah. It was either that they had either been there for a very long time or were new and were like, I better check about this. Do you think they're hiring new people, especially now like coronavirus world? Listen, NASCAR, they I won't say they recession proof, but they (laughs) fan base ain't going nowhere. Uh, but I'm saying, like, whether you were there 30 years or three years, somebody was like, uh, I better check with somebody on this one. Like, I've seen, they said of the, like, 1,200 garages, it was in very few. And they were like, mm, listen, I'm just going to ask for a second opinion. And they did the right thing. To their credit, NASCAR, it sounds like they did the right thing the whole way through. Like, it was reported to them. They conducted FBI research, conducted their own research, and... To their credit, it would have been very easy to just go along with what the FBI said, just to be like, okay, no, it's done now. Let's not drag this out. And they were like, no, it was the news. Here's a picture. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm the president. It's definitely a news. We definitely, they don't look like that. Um, Even the FBI was like, this is an old news, you idiots. <laughs> That was my whole, I was like, okay, even if, again, if, it, if every single garage pool in the company looked like that, that set up points like, okay, listen, we I know that's the way it's always been. We've got to change these. Right. That's where diversity comes in for somebody to be like, hey, listen, like I know, I know you don't think that's a noose, but there's somebody who might. And that's what people mostly in my mentions were like, well, are you supposed to just change everything? If it makes people feel uncomfortable, yeah. Like if it has that kind of racial history, past and present, yeah. The problem is that you wouldn't have to change anything because none of the other fucking garages had that. <laughs> well, I mean, he, that was just luck of the draw. Clearly you know I mean? tying no but, knot whatsoever is a fine system that has been implemented. I, it was just one of those for every single person that was like, we do this in my garage. Or somebody's like, listen, we don't do that in my garage. And the thing, like the people who didn't have it were like, like we've seen it. It's not cool. But the people are like, we have it. We're like, no, that we have it. That is what it is. It's not racist. You couldn't even put a head through there, Mick. That hole was tight. It's like, I, I did like see this at the point. Yeah. I did see a couple be like, well, nooses are supposed to tighten when you pull them. That would be a t- <laughs> I was just like, why do you know so much about nooses? First yeah, you were really expert, uh, Richard Petty. Uh, boy, yeah, it was a lot of the polyes I got yesterday was, uh, Truly, I love you, but sorry. Uh, listen, I worked in my dad's garage. This is how it was. I was like, 
Okay. Have you considered that this thing that means nothing to you might mean something completely different to a different sect of people? And like, no, like I said, uh, love your work. Uh, <laughs> but fuck your side on this. Like I'm uh, Bubba's uh, Smollier. Uh, is what they call him. The thing I didn't learn until yesterday, I didn't know he didn't report it. Right. I just like I didn't know how it was reported. I assumed he did, but I didn't know he did. It was like, yeah, somebody told it to him. And if somebody come to you and tells you that, I feel you being inclined. I don't think he's making this up. And then uh, shows you the picture of said news. <laughs> That's yeah, like, it, even if you want to say, yeah, it was a, a pull, it's still a news. Like it's very much still, the FBI in their official report just said it was an old news. Like they didn't even change the, they weren't like, right. no, it was an old uh, uh, fisherman. Hangman's not. not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, again, it like just the complete lack of, uh, I mean, again, empathy, even if you're like, okay, listen, we've always done it like this, but you know what? I understand how this could be perceived to other people. And again, other people who NASCAR is trying to, sounds like they're trying to welcome in, right? Like by outlawing the flag, stuff like that. Like racism, yeah, to, uh, <laughs> it's heritage, not hate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like salute to NASCAR. Sound like they, like they took the complaint. Didn't sound like they tried to in any way be like, okay, let's like bubble, we'll look into it, but let's keep this under wraps, you know, like now's not a good time. Um, sound like they supported him publicly, sound like he stood on it publicly because he's like, again, I've been in this shit all my life too. I know a noose when I see one, right? So uh, it was just completely discounting others' experiences, which is how we got into a good bit of uh, what the fuck is going on with the world today. We've also gotten to a good bit of this by blindly listening to the police reports. Uh, <laughs> it's a thing where when when the authority involved is always meant to protect you, I see why you always believe them. Yeah. Right. Like when it's all, at any stop, the police, whatever authority in your life, you're like, yeah, no, the FBI, why would the FBI lie? And it's like... I, Listen, I don't know why they would, but I can show you proof that they've been doing it for years. Right. So it's one. No. Why? I mean, why didn't they comply with the cops? The cops were the experts. Except for like they lying about going to fucking steak and shit or a shake shack. Like you think it. It's like, look, I joke around with that, but this police, no, I'm honest, John. Come on. Tampon in my Starbucks where there's uh, what is (laughs) Oh man! Like you know, I don't. I wasn't even mad at the the cops and that. Well, I was, but I wasn't. They weren't the one who I was most mad at. I was most mad at the the blue check fuckface journalist who was like, "Yes, I'm aware of the Shake Shack hoax, but this this is different." And then, like four tweets later, twelve hours later, he was like, "No, no, this was actually the same." It actually appears to be <laughs> a duck. It looked like a duck. Uh, walked like one. Turned out to be a duck, um, but also again, like it's like hey, they're doing this for publicity. You think this is the publicity bubble? This is what's going to turn him into right. a superstar? Like this? it's like say, well, you know, she said he uh, put his hands on her or assaulted her. Uh, she just wants publicity. You think this is what she wants to be known? Like you think right. she want to relive this over and over again? Come on, man. Um, I heard 
I can't remember who was making the point. I want to give them credit, but I, I genuinely don't remember. Mm. But they were saying the reason a lot of traditionally poor white people or middle class tend to side with the police is because becoming cops is what gave them the financial footing to get out of poverty and become that middle class, sometimes upper Mm. class, which I think is something I hadn't considered. So I assume others also hadn't considered it. Uh, And it's interesting because a lot, I feel like it's, you hear it a lot when people are talking about troops. It's like, oh, my uncle was in the service. My, So I get why a lot of people are taking this seriously, but I, I can't get why you wouldn't feel almost more comfortable confronting a family member. Nah, because again, it's what you, you're confronting like the system you were raised in. You're like, there's nothing to confront. Like this all checks out to me. Every time, if I was pulled over by the cops, I simply listened. Uh, Last they let time me they pointed the to the thin blue line sticker on the back of my car. Yeah. And, and told, him, told him my uncle worked at Precinct 17. They let me off with the warning. That's what I would have done. I, why didn't Rayshard Brooks do that? So it's, I mean, that makes Also, when you, it's like if you talk to like upper class, even mid to upper class, because like middle Middle white class is still upper non-white class. Correct. Um, it's like, yeah, it's like, how many times have you actually like called or been involved with the police? Like, you know, they've been around. You know, they were the threat to keep you safe. But how many? Like, if you called them, like somebody broke in your house, did they get your shit back? Like, did they? Like, what do you think they're doing? Like, in all this other time, you think this many people are lying? Right, and it's like even the conspiracy, yeah. All these yeah, it's like people. <laughs> it's like there's been hundreds of years, uh, like racism. It's like, hey, listen, man, but Bubba was lying. Oh, right. Okay, uh, so the other hundred thousand cases. Listen, Smalley Gay was lying too, man. Okay, like those are the people. Like they're just they're not gonna be convinced. They don't. They're no. They're they're not open mind like they're not here to look at the facts they're here to protect what they've been taught did you hear Bomani on will kane I, I did i did hear that he was yeah i'm not a will kane guy but all i just saw was a bunch no. of tweets being like Bomani just spun him around like a top uh <laughs> and yeah it was a boxing match man like so you talk about like setting somebody up for the jab right. or with the jab and walking yeah. them into a haymaker later. Yeah. Is is this what you would have said in 1865? No. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd get it in there eventually. Uh, <laughs> Boy, I, no, I don't fuck with Will Kane either. No. Uh, but I I mean, shout out to him for having Bomani on. That was a thing he sure. certainly shouldn't have done. <laughs> sure. But uh, what was one of the well, Bo talked a lot about uh, benefit of the doubt, and mm-hmm. he talked about like he's very much on the side of it wasn't a noose, Bomani, which mm-hmm. that was long before the the picture came out too. But he was like, mm-hmm. uh, "This was the one time that it it walked, talked, uh, and quacked mm-hmm. like a duck, and didn't turn out to be a duck." But to say that undermines 
uh, all of this is insane. Because right. even could you, they, yeah, could, so you see how people would say it's a duck, right? Like they're not crazy, right? But he was like, even if this was a duck, then the next time, if it wasn't a duck, this time would be forgotten. Yep. And overlooked entirely, and the other one would be a Jesse situation where it's just like, oh, see, racism doesn't exist. It's like, well, how, like, what is it? What's the point then? If these people truly refuse to be convinced, if they're, he kept saying, if they're so uh, easily persuaded to not believe racism, what what Will Kane was saying with that. (laughs) And again, that's the, I feel like a good bit of people think, like, no, I'm just, I'm on the fence. A lot of people are on the fence. One good argument could pull me like either. <laughs> Pro or con racism, yeah. <laughs> uh, and again, like Bomani said, like history has just shown that's not true. That ain't anecdotal. That's history. That's right. facts. So to be like, I would love to see anybody that was like, you know what? Bubba was right. Like, I, this has changed my... Like and again, I do. You hope that would ha- like maybe that it, like people come to realization later than others. It takes different cases for some people than others. But if you think the majority of people that had been feeling that way were waiting to be like, well, you know what? I mean, maybe the initial accusation was wrong, but I can see where he was coming from. Nah, nobody's gone. Not a single person. <laughs> Nobody gonna have that. Uh, but it's fine. I'm having fun personally. Okay, oh. good. Well, we we're going to get to that later. Uh, no, put it on the board. Truly's fun. Fun is, fun is being had. Um, the people who kill me the most online are like, the, well, why would they run from the police? What? Like, you, that was like when I was like, now I'm 30 years old. I'm not running from anyone and white. Uh, sure, but yeah. growing up, it was you always run. That's just what you do. Yeah. Just you're out of there. And I know I've told this story before on here, but it's super relevant right now. When I was dating my college girlfriend, she lived in a very wealthy part of Long Island. Mm. And the, my first time down there, we were, I mean, this was after sophomore year. So I was 19 going on. So was, I was still 19. Now, of course, everyone's drinking. It's a college party. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's drinking. It's illegal is what it is. Super illegal. Uh, We were smoking some doobies. Uh, Very illegal. Also illegal. illegal. Yeah, Yeah. still illegal in New York. Uh, We're just in someone's backyard. Like, no parents, obviously. Music's super loud. Um, And I'm just, like, in the middle of living life. True. And all of a sudden, like, the music gets shut off. And I look up, and there's two police officers standing in the yard, hats in hand. And as Ice one of, for dinner, yeah. uh, <laughs> they're raising money for the local boys and girls. Uh, we're selling candy bars, right? Uh, as one of them's like clearing their throat to speak, someone, some girl, runs out of the house and yells, "I just blew my first line." I'll never forget that part. And I, I'm sitting in like a, like a not a beach chair, but like a, a lounge chair, like you'd find around a pool. Mm-hmm. And my my ex is like on like my lap, mm-hmm. and I like grab these, and I'm like pushing myself up, and she's like, "What are you doing?" 
And I was like, I'm jumping over that fence. I'm out of here. Uh-huh. What? And then, <laughs> I'm booking it, babe. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm Usain Bolt. Like, I'm out of uh-huh. here. And she's like, no, just sit down. I was like, this is insane, but all right. Punting your privilege, it couldn't yeah. be me. I would have I put my finger in the cop's nose. <laughs> even if it did nothing. Then they're like, guys, uh, well, the neighbors just said it's a bit loud, so if you could just turn the music down, that's that's all we need. And I go, what? <laughs> and she's like, shh. And I'm like, you. What do you mean? I can do whatever I want. You just heard the man, like. And yeah, I'm like, keep turning down a couple of decibels. Yeah. Um, like my mind's exploding. I'm like, this is not the real world. Like, this is not how. If we were in Boston, we would all be arrested. If like whoever got like it's getting like it's like getting chased by a bear. Like whoever whoever he catches first, like everyone else gets to go away. But no, not yep. in the wealthy white parts of this country it's different police and if yeah. the, if those were the police everyone got yeah there wouldn't be these issues right again so when that's your experience with the police it's like oh no they come up and i talk to you nicely and tell you to turn the music down and try to keep it down and they go home so it's like why wouldn't they comply with that right and you get the other people it's like I, again you're asking like why would they run why would they shoot them in the back that's my question. But yeah, it, it's again, it's two different. I was going to say two different ideas of policing, but it's two different police forces. Like they just handle things two different ways. If they sent to one neighborhood, they know how to handle it. If they're sent to another neighborhood, they know how to handle it. They know how it's traditionally been handled. And I've been trying to figure out why, like the Dave Chappelle says, the poor whites like the real sure. poor whites, uh-huh. why they, because they get policed, not like the wealthy whites, like the mm-hmm. police don't like them either. Like those graphics where it's like, well, all these white people get killed too. Those are the poor whites. Those are mm-hmm. not rolling into Beverly Hills, like guns drawn. Like that's not, it would, ha- it would happen one time and never again. Correct. Correct. They, they gunned down uh, <laughs> the board of director of Microsoft son. It would never happen. There would be no more police tomorrow. No, Kevin Durant's drones would become the police, uh, and they would just all fight. according to plan. He yeah. ended up climbing. Yes. So yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Well, luckily though, all of the police, every last one of them, are being deployed to Orlando to protect our NBA players. Are they gonna protect them from uh, Corona? Yeah. That's, what we, that's what they need protected from. I'm again. I'm waiting to see him like free agency uh, signings. Buddy Hill signed a one plus one with the Rona. <laughs> Jokic, the Max. Yeah. To be fair, have we have we tried shooting coronavirus? We about to have to. Yeah. Like oh boy, this is a horrible idea. <laughs> Um, I'll say that I I don't want to hear no more shit about the NBA being progressive. Nothing, nothing. And again, they need to say they're going back to uh, 1932 NBA. But you again, you being the progressive league of leagues that haven't done anything. One, it, it was never saying a whole lot, right? And now, yeah, y'all so progressive that 
y'all proceeding with this nah y'all again y'all like the rest for the money which is fine but you can't play the you know well we let uh we let our players and some of our coaches speak about it candidly uh before doing absolutely nothing we're very yeah. progressive um, yeah so yeah they they like the rest for profit which is understood right like it at for this sure. point, if you're thinking of anything other than this on you, because they're showing what they're for. We uh, we talked to a member of the Phoenix Suns for Section 10, naturally. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, <laughs> number what one. Suns podcast. Well, he said he misses you. Uh, he can't wait for Rona to be over. So you guys can hang again. I want to give him a big hug. Of course. But this uh this player a wasn't like sold it's going to be handled well at all at all but like very much was looking forward to playing i i feel like that's probably the majority guys want to play like everybody wants to see that like we had a great season going we're going oh, yeah. to have a great postseason maybe we still will but yeah, it could be. You want to play? Yes. You have faith it'll be safe? Not in the slightest, no. Um, scared for my life. At this point, I really wonder, like, a couple guys are dropping out, like, so they could, I guess, like, stay with their kids, or I know Willie Colley-Stein was about to have a kid. And I wonder at this point, like, you're playing it, and you got, like, a wife and multiple kids, are they going to want to come, like, stay with you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's not ideal, LeBron or whoever being away for three, four, five weeks, but it's at least in LA, we're living close to our regular life. Like we're not, I mean, I don't think that they're going to like every playoff game anyway, you know what I'm saying? The home ones, but, and then if you go, you have to stay in quarantine and all that. Like, it just feels like, no, like if I was there, I'd be like, listen, my wife, don't come, don't come to this shit, man. Right. Yeah. Like don't even risk it. This does not feel like maybe down the line, I know like after the first teams get eliminated, that's when they want to bring the family in. So it's like, okay, if the first round, it's like, okay, now nah, they did have it under wraps. This was much better, maybe. But at this point, I'd be like, now nah, y'all, y'all stay put. Uh, I'll be back when I'm back. But y'all, and it, it would suck, right, to be away from your family four, five, six, seven weeks after you spent the last four, five, six, seven weeks with them constantly. Um, but no, I don't. I don't know if anybody in good faith is like no this we should be doing this Who, this is uh, a good idea which players uh oh trevor ariza hmm. is going is it do i have this right he's not going because it's like the only time he can spend with his son it, it's some sort of i don't know if it's custody battle so i don't want to yeah i don't know if it was that serious yeah that's what I'm saying. yeah i don't want to let me see It commits to yeah visitation window. He's been involved in a custody case of his 12-year-old son and the mother's decision to grant a court-ordered one-month visitation period during the league's quarantine led him to choose his parenting responsibilities. Yeah, it feels like he was uh, forced into that. And he's making yeah. that decision. Yeah, like it's a, the right decision 100%, but it's like, like it sucks that guys have to make that decision. Correct. And 
Uh, like every day we're seeing, it, it's not even like one guy. Multiple guys from the Kings, multiple guys from teams are getting it. And it this it just feels like it could not be going worse. Like this, like if you're rolling out a new product, this because uh, like so many people tested positive the same like 24, 48 ish hours. Mm. I am wondering if this is like not going to plan, right. but it does seem like there was a league, almost like a league wide test that mm. went off at the same time. So it's like, all right, let's identify the people. And obviously it's not perfect because you could leave the test, get it that later right. that day, the next day, what right. have you. Um, but it's like, all right, let's quarantine the guys we do know who has it. And hopefully by the time they get to Orlando, we'll test again. Mm. So I, I do wonder if this was part of the plan. Like, let's see how bad it is. How many players do have it test like this level this time. And in two weeks, they should be theoretically okay. Mm. Go down to Orlando, test again. They're probably expecting a couple more people to pick it up then. Yeah, you have to be, yeah. Have to. Lock those people down and then worry about all the Disney employees who are going to be going in and out every day. <laughs> That's like, I, it's one of those things like, okay, Jokic got it now. Hopefully he'll be recovered like for the playoffs. Durant got it. He's not playing. Right. But it's going to take one of these, like, oh no, we just finished the first round and LeBron James caught Corona. Like it, it's going to take a big – and I – I mean, they wouldn't stop it only for him, but in two more years, when Rich Paul's uh, – Overlord. Commissioner, yeah, yeah. But that's where it's like I get – yeah, you're going to have some positive tests. That's just how this works. Um, but it's going to be one of those things like, okay, no, now the star player and the 71 year old assistant coach have it, right? Like the star player will probably be fine, but he's had yeah. a couple heart attacks. Like he, not the guy we want getting this. I was like, boy, oh boy. Yeah, no, the Lakers assistant coach died uh, during the conference finals. Uh, Got to think they'll be playing for him out there. Yeah, all the black patch uh, right across the their mask. Area. Yeah. Yeah, I know I know Marcus Smart did have it. And I know he was out at the protests in Boston. Uh so like I he seemed okay. I don't remember it's a tough tough time to be asking, like, yeah, you want justice, but how how are your lungs? Uh so I don't remember any like follow ups on that, but he seemed healthy, but mm. that's the thing we still don't no long, like long, long term ramifications from this. Zeke Elliott, I saw he was on, I don't know if it was uh, Twitch or whatever, but he seemed his. Party his ass off, man. <laughs> uh, Zeke is the one that's like, if he didn't get it, I would have been like, hey, man, is this shit fake? Because Zeke right. was out in them streets, man. Right. He seemed to be like, yeah, it was a tough, like, two days. Uh, like, it was like a bad cold, he was saying. So we yeah we know it's hitting people extremely differently, uh, and we'll see what happens with Orlando. I feel like even more long term, I feel like we don't know short term because again, like there's like there's no reps for game time run, right? 
Like you can practice and lift weights and shoot as hard as you want. You know what I'm saying? If you get into this, it's like, no, we're playing like playoff caliber basketball games. I'm playing 42 minutes a game every other night, every couple nights or whatever. After this shit, I don't know, right? Like you hope it's no long-term effect or short-term effect, but we just don't know. And the good thing is we're going to find out very soon. Extremely soon. So I'm looking forward to have some sort of like 3D cameras. Like you can see where the Rona is on the ball as it's passed to every single player. Uh, that would take three passes for the whole ball to be covered. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that'd be very neat. I'd like to, um, yeah, it's that in the college football. I once guys get together for football, like basketball, multiple guys are catching this in basketball. You can pretty much stay away. Like football, when you 50, 60, 100 guys for college football. Rona just licking his lips in there, man. Well, especially like when they first get there, they're all living in like two dorms. You know what I mean? (laughs) Again, like most other things, no, we were fine until one person caught it. Now 24 Clemson players have it or whatever. Yeah. And we're asking a whole, like we're seeing full blown adults who can't handle wearing a mask staying inside like a 20 year old. Like I'm not. That's a lot of responsibility to be asking them to maintain. Again, that boy Zeke was out in them clubs, man. I was like, "Is this old footage?" Like, no, of course not. <laughs> the wildest boy. And uh, Texas never locked down in the first place, too. So he he probably didn't even know what it was till he felt bad. He was a dang how, yeah. Uh, I'm coughing up glass. Y'all <laughs> coughing up? Nobody else got this, huh? I'm sure I'm fine. Nah, I'll probably be all right. <laughs> he was at Dak House. He was at the <laughs> Oh, man. We were talking about this yesterday, too. Like, how, like, Mookie Betts is due to be a free agent this winter. Mm. Can you think of a worse time to be like someone vying for Mike Trout money, whether or not he was ever going to get it, it's a different conversation. Like under real circumstances, a different conversation. That's what he was asking for. Right. I I don't know what like neighborhood this next deal is going to be in for him now. No idea. That felt like a, if I'm, I know it, it's probably basketball mind thinking. That felt like a one plus one, man. Like let's just let's just try this again next summer, man. Yeah, let's just right. go one like two for sixty or whatever, like thirty million a pop, and a mutual or player option, whatever. Because none of us know what's going on. Let's well, try this again next summer or next uh, fall. It's one way of thinking. Well, like another reason why it's fucked up. It's like that year is sandwiched in between a CBA on the other side, which a lot of people are anticipating a lockout. So it's like, <laughs> do you want to sign a one year, have right. that reason potentially not even played? It might be the year after, but even still like right. sign that one year, have that season, maybe not even played because of a regular lockout, not even because of a global pandemic. And then it's like, well, that season will just be done by then. Right. Sure. <laughs> that season gets pushed back another, or that contract gets pushed back another year. And then right. you're like 30, 30 by the time you're signing this deal instead of 28. 
like then you're you're ending up getting like five one twenty five instead of uh, ten four twenty. Yeah, I mean that's again the game. I mean you only need one team, right? So he might like sure. even with all this, it might be one team to be like you know like we're willing to take the risk on you. Here's eleven years three seventy five or whatever. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I, I I don't envy him. I don't envy anybody like a sixty game season. That like if you if you hit five hundred, they're gonna be like it was because it was a sixty game season. Yeah. And if you hit 200, they'll be like, hey, man, you're like, the wheels are falling off. Yeah, yeah, we can't pay you that. So it's like, shit. The, like, I I could also see because of how much, like, last year he was like, of course I'm going to get 400. Like, I'm healthy. Like, baseball baseball money keeps going up. There was no reason for him. And it's like why the Red Sox traded him. They were like, hey, we need to get under this. luxury tax, much like the Lakers were a small market team um, or a small, yeah, business, a yeah. small business. And yeah, we get it. Well, now it's like, if you're the Red Sox, obviously you still need the luxury tax shit to happen. So that still factors in, but if you hold on to this guy right, right. now, if you offer him like, Hey, our offer is 10, 300. You know what I mean? It's like, he yeah, might yeah. He, he might, might yeah. find it just because it's like I I have no idea what the future holds. Let me take this still life altering money for my family. Yeah, right. Like I I won't regret taking three hundred million, even right. if I could have got four hundred. I'll regret turning down three hundred million. Right. God forbid the worst happen. Right. And there was I know I'm already I'm already reading the tweets. People are typing. I know the Red Sox offered ten three fifty. McMahon, I love you. Yeah, but. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. At least they they claimed right before they traded him that they offered ten three fifty. If he had said yes, they would have found an excuse to not sign that contract. The Red Sox. So it wasn't a real offer. So don't fucking tweet me that shit. I know it wasn't a real offer. Austin Jets. Wow. <laughs> Jamal Mookie. <Adam. laughs> the very same. Uh, yeah, like I don't envy. I know it's a lot of like Drummond. I just saw Drummond picked up his option. It's like, yeah, like I, I imagine, yeah, of course. Every I imagine everybody with any kind of decent option is picking it up. And before it was like, no, he like DeRozan. A couple of guys are going to be like, I don't moderate sized fish, but in a big pond. Uh-huh. There's going to be so much money to spend. Somebody's going to spend some money, and. Yeah, like it, I'm sure it's guys gonna be opting like have, that have went the other way, like outperformed their contract. Like I, I could opt out of this nine million and probably go get fifteen million, uh, but I might get nothing. Like I, let me just take this. Like let me just take this steady nine. Off, be in uh, Russia. Another, yeah, another good year. Uh, the league might fold. Uh, so I, mm. well, it's gonna be interesting because someone. Some people are certainly going to take that risk. And the more people who are opting in and the less, like, names are out there, those lesser names become bigger names. Right. So, yeah, we could see some some terrible – the Knicks got a lot of money. Oh, listen, we're going to see. Like, that's how the terrible teams with money work. We're going to see it. Um, Hopefully Rich Paul is Commissioner Hill. He'll fix this. Would the draft have been tonight? It would be like around this time. 
It's usually like, this Thursday. I was going to say that Thursday, like Today's last Thursday, Thursday of June. Yeah, probably. Wow. It probably, yeah. And now it's going to be uh, Halloween. <laughs> so. And a Friday because they don't want to go head to no, like night that. football. Yeah, I don't like that. Dude, just drag. Like, it's one of those, like, things could have been perfect. And people still would have been like, I don't know about this draft. Now you can't work out nobody. Like, we're gonna say like four teams just passed. Like, we're good, man. <laughs> like, you went on a, a first overall pick. I think it's four years. Like, I think Zion got what equates to four years, forty million. And like, the scale goes from there. But it's like, I'm not gonna whip on a third year pick, man. That's thirty five million over four years. We just rather, I'd rather have a middle. I'd rather. Yeah, I'd rather try to get Jay Crowder for that than like risk a uh, Lamelo Ball. Yeah, well, I gotta can, keep my job. It's also like your pick doesn't go away. Like you can just like, oh, it's the 18th pick now. Like we'll slide in now and you. You know, I like that guy. Yeah, <laughs> for that price, yeah, we'll sign uh, Bull Bull. Uh. <laughs> like this, like NBA contracts are the scale, and even then they can pay like this. I think it's between of the number. It's like between 75 and 125 percent. And most teams just pay like 125, like just as good faith. Like we're right. paying you the max. And I think it was as of a couple of years ago, it was like the Thunder were the only team. It's like, no, they'll negotiate with you. Like most teams just give you 125 and they're like, listen, we'll give you 78 and we won't put you in the G League. How about that? And it's like, interesting. How about that, Dort? <laughs> yeah, we think, uh, like when it was Josh, uh, who is this? Who's this from Stanford? Yeah. Like the whole point was like, yeah, no, we're going to take this guy who wouldn't have been drafted here because we know we can sign him for much cheaper. Uh, usually a great strategy in basketball. For sure. um, MLB draft-ass strategy. Yeah. Like, like these guys are poor, man. Like, again, I'm, I finished that Kobe book. It talked about during the lockout. The Lakers were, I think, the only team that, like, they not only did they not pay – like staff during the lockout, they just just like no, you're like you're laid off, you're gone. And it's like the the Los Angeles Lakers, man, that's embarrassing. You know, it kills me to hear this information. I, well, I, I didn't want to tell it to you. I knew how you'd take it. Um, yeah, like I was talking to it was this close to Christmas. You tell me this. There's a guy, Garza Duenas, who was apparently not the biggest source for this book in the world. Like he worked was like the trainer, uh, locker room guy for like 25 years. When Shaq got there, Shaq was like, "This is the car you drive." And Shaq went out like that day and bought him a new car. And he was like, "Yeah, no, since then, or before then, no, no one had ever did anything." And then when the lockout came, no, they it was like 27 years of good service. No, they out the door like. Like man, yeah, I, that's some Boston Red Sox shit, man. I expect that from like a, some. Like you can't even say that. You can't like uh, we traded a player. They fire all their employees and apply for a small business loans. Like you listen, it, apples to apples. They would kill to be in our position. It, if, if they could have just cut the bond outright, if if there wouldn't have been like. Uh, uh, luxury tax implications for cutting LeBron, they would have done that for sure. Dude, uh, Free agent LeBron James. 
the early two, it was a wild, wild west, man. Like Kobe got Kobe negotiated a new deal after I think two years that you could just negotiate a new deal, and there was still no individual max yet. Right. So he got like like his second deal was decent. He got hurt on the third deal because by then they had put in the individual cap because Shaq it was like Shaq and KG were making like twenty five million a year, and the salary cap was like twenty eight million. Right. And they were like, I mean, I, you signed, you offered me the deal. Like, what are <laughs> I mean, I didn't sign myself to seven one twenty six. But I kind of, I don't know. I got to look through. Like, there's some stuff that I still don't think there should be an individual player max. Like, if I if my salary caps a hundred million dollars and I want to pay LeBron James fifty million of it, I think I should be allowed to do that. Yeah, it's like okay. Can you build a team around them? We'll see. Um, and if it's like okay, yeah, like the re- that's how you get the super teams because LeBron's like okay. At the most, I can make I don't know, 35, 36, and it goes up from there. Eighty can make his thirty, thirty-one, and goes up from there. But do they both turn it? Because if somebody else is like, I want to give Andy Davis fifty-five million. Like he's younger, bigger. Like I want, I'll build less around him. Okay, guys, I don't. I don't think they would turn down that kind of money. They'll turn down the difference between like 32 and 38 million. Right. They won't turn down between 32 and unlimited. If it's like, I want, like I want Giannis, I will give you $60 million a year. Like I'll figure the rest out. Um, it's like, I'll be, you still have the team cap. So you have to fit within that, but individually, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Just no individual cap. Well, I think even, if it's that plus what we've talked about before, where if you draft someone, you can kind of pay them however much you want, and it you get one player to designate that doesn't go against your cap. Yeah, like it, it's. But you have to draft that person. Yeah, like it, it's it feels like it's way too many like things to do, and I like this newest CBA. I don't know what they're gonna do to keep star players in small markets. That's not gonna work. Because they haven't realized, like, if guys want to leave, they're just going to leave. If they want to stay, they'll stay. If they want to leave, they'll leave. And now I've, they're going to make the – I think the contracts are going to go longer because now they're like, it's too short. Guys can request to be traded, and they're already four right. or five max. And it's going to go the other way. It's like, okay, well, you just signed a seven-year bum contract. You just gave – what? Like, okay, you just gave DeMar DeRozan $35 million a year because he would take, like, that – for seven years. That's on you. Yeah, there there really haven't been like good teams who have been hurt or smart teams that have been hurt by the rules how they're already set up. You know yeah, what I mean? Never have. Yeah, never have. Like you could you could be like, oh, the, but what about the Spurs? The Spurs weren't killed by the rules, they were killed by forcing Kawhi to play when he wasn't comfortable playing. Like he they could have not done that, he'd still be there. <laughs> Again, or he wouldn't, and you wouldn't have traded him for pennies on the dollar. Right. Like either. But I, I, yeah, there was no, but. there was a story that came out about a smaller market team and how they treated uh, allegedly their star player. Uh, mm-hmm. But first, I need to tell her I need to talk to you about our mm-hmm. pals over at Three G. <laughs> Let me grab my completely unrelated Three G here. I'm listening. 
They are the leader in hemp-derived cannabinoid products. All products are formulated by a biochemist and made in the U.S. Made in the USA with USA-grown hemp. Lorici invented a new way to make the purest federally legal Delta-8 in the world. Delta-8 effects are a perfect hybrid of CBD and Delta-9, giving a Mm. similar buzz and all the medicinal effects of Delta-9 without the laziness, anxiety, paranoia, or mental fogginess. Delta-8 is a federally legal version of THC and is a perfect substitute for anyone using Delta-9 who want the same great feelings without the negative side effects. Delta-8 will have you feeling amazing, yet be functional and clear-headed instead of lazy and paranoid. Three Cheese Delta 8 is the purest and most potent in the entire world and is used and recommended by doctors around this country of ours. Three Cheese isn't just the best in the Delta 8 industry. Tyler, they invented the industry. Oh, I can tell. I can tell from this uh, strawberry napalm I got right here. Three Cheese Delta 8 is 100% hemp derived, federally legal, and available online at Three Cheese. That's the number 3CHI.com. And at select retailers around the country, you must, must be 21 years old to purchase. Go to 3chi.com, that's the number 3chi.com, to shop for Delta 8 vapes, gummies, tinctures, and oils that can be used to make homemade edibles. Use code MIXTAPE at checkout to receive 5% off your offer. Hmm. Paul George um, went on Knuckleheads. Um, Quinn Richardson, Darius Miles, and talked about 2017 summer in Indiana. Mm. He said at the time, the best power forward in the league reached out to him, said he wanted to come to Indiana, pair up with him. Uh, Paul George relayed this message to the Pacers front office, who promptly turned their pockets inside out and said, we can't afford it. And they came back with, I believe he said, like the 18th best power forward. As they're like, huh? Huh? What do you think? Um, And then he called his agent and said, get me the fuck out of here. (laughs) Um, Known truth teller. Uh, Yeah, it was a... For me, it's just like, I don't know what this... Like, is he going to win over... Anyone in Indiana with this story? No, like I don't know why I'd make this up. No, I, like it was Blake, right? It has to be Blake. It has to be Blake. Yeah, like I feel like. Well, the reason I don't know if it's Blake is because he said there was someone else who also wanted to come that he would have been interested in, but they had knee problems. That's who I thought might have been Blake. Mm. Well, I I feel like it was a thing. Like they that probably did happen. He probably did tell them, and they were like, "We, but like, we can't make a deal work. Like the money is the money, like, you know what I'm saying? You have to; it has to match within a certain limit to even do the trade. So, I feel like Indiana's like, listen, if we stay under the luxury tax, we don't care who we're paying. Like, it could be one person, it could be ten players. So, I, it's probably one of those. There's some truth there, um, but it was. Padre was like, no, listen, I always want to be a Laker until I always wanted to be a Clipper since I was 12. I always wanted to be both. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who the other power forward could have been. 
2017. Like those people, I'll say AD, Blake. Um, those are the two. Um, uh, Millsap was available. Sorry, Dubaka was available. Danilo was available. That feels like one of like we. Nello's fine. Uh, he's Bill Simmons' Italian cousin. Well, I assume we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> Did you see that video? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna play in basketball. It's a fucking open a three pointer. <laughs> I pass it the ball. Uh, well, what I saw some people saying was no. like, the Clippers were kind of marketing him like that. And Bill is a big Clippers guy, so like that's probably why he has that impression. Sure. Not bl- I'm not trying to remove him of blame from that terrible. Uh, well, he is half Italian, which we all learned at the same time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I rebounded a ball. <laughs> I, I'm looking now. I can see Kevin Love. Yeah, I saw a lot. That's what I saw most people. Uh, yeah, Kevin Heat was one I hadn't seen or considered, but it feels like Blake or uh, Kevin Love's like, listen, dude, they hate me here. Like, no, we won, we lost. I got blamed all the same. <laughs> I don't play anywhere, dude. We're both from, uh, we're West Coast guys. Let's... But to leave LeBron at that point? Listen, Kyrie did it. Like, I, I feel like it was a, at that point, I feel like everybody knew he was getting out, and it, Kyrie right. was like, "I'm not gonna be left holding the bag." Right? Love, if I'm gonna stay, I need to be getting paid, and he got paid. But it was like, he's he's not here for the long haul, so I'm not gonna be here for the long haul. Maybe Love was the injured because he's been no. backed up a little bit too. So maybe he was the injured because he did make it seem like it was gonna be a signing, not like a go trade for Anthony Davis. Which, right. yeah, I could see why the Pacers would be like, yeah, dude, we'd fucking love to. What are you talking right, yeah, about? No, we, <laughs> Solomon Hill in a future first wasn't going to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> like we, we even offered you. They said no. I don't know. Yeah, what you're I'm trying. Poor Zingas. No. But I don't, think, I don't think. Yeah, you, that guy's a untradeable. Wow. So, yeah, but, it probably yeah. was Blake, and maybe they. Maybe Kevin Love and him had talked, and he was just like, eh, maybe. But I'm not, like, jumping at that. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's probably some truth to both sides because I I won't say I refuse to believe because we I see how stupid NBA teams are. But I don't think the Pacers are one of those teams. Correct. So if this is one of those guys, it's like, okay, no, this guy, okay, he would be here. Listen, we're going to – we're gonna do our due diligence at the very least. We're gonna try. If he was like, "No, I told this to the uh, Orlando Magic. They didn't get yeah. it done." No, I believe that. that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, the Pacers—they are in a smaller market, but I—I I don't believe them to be dumb. Yeah, like they—I get the reason that like they're relevant in a small market because they're smart. They've been consistently smart. Right. Who's the? What's like the highest they've picked? I'm sure there's someone obvious I'm not thinking of. Uh, for a while, the highest guy they picked was Paul George, and he was 10th. Right. And even now, it's like Oladipo was second, but traded twice. Yeah. Uh, Turner wasn't top 10. Sabonis wasn't top 10 and traded. Brogdon second round. Like, again, they just find 
value elsewhere. Smart teams do. Kawhi was like 14, 15 when they traded him. Yeah, that was tough. It was, but I, even then, like, on, if you go back to that night, I'm sure most people were like, what a win. They got George Hill yeah. for uh, I guess, a and, lottery pick. In any other year, it's like, boy, they traded George Hill for Al Thornton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just happened to be Kawhi Leonard, man. What a stray for poor Al Thornton. <laughs> nah, that was a good guy. I thought he was I he was one of the rare college players I saw in person mm-hmm. uh when Florida State came to BC. I don't know why I was there, but I was. Uh so you heard about murder Al Thornton. Yeah, I was like, that guy's gonna dominate the league. And then he didn't. Uh <laughs> but he was thirty eight at Florida State. True, so. yeah. Something I didn't know at the time. No, the oldest. <laughs> um but yeah, I and also by the way, if it was Blake, we're a big Blake show. We're a big Blake company. He's uh, Trigg's best friend these days. Sure. Um, I'm not sure Blake and Paul George in Indiana would have like got it done. Well, I, it's one of those I need to see because they listen. Roy Hibbert had LeBron practice in floaters. No, listen, I'm not going to deny their talent. But neither mm. of them have been the pinnacle of health since that summer. Hey, who is, man? Okay. <laughs> it's one of those things, like, it's – nobody's signing here. Like, we, if, if I got to roll the dice on two stars that play 62 games a year, so be it. For sure. But I just think, like, before Oladipo's crazy freak injury, it's like, you know, that team was fucking serious. Yeah. And, again, that's – the like, they're consistently – like, I don't know what the last, like, lottery pick they had was because it feels like they've been pretty consistent. They traded for guys and made smart moves. Turner was, but I, he was – He was, like, 11. 11, I was going to say, like, lower lottery. And I feel yeah. like after that, it's one of those, like, oh, they just missed the playoffs. They won 38 games this year. Okay, they draft Miles Turner, and they've been back winning 45-plus. Yeah, I don't remember any, like, oh, yeah, Pacers up fifth. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's very yeah, – I, I think they're one of those – one, we don't tank because we're smart. Two, we can't tank. Like, the no. people love basketball enough here. I feel like they get good support. So, it's like, oh, yeah. like it's they just want to see we're trying. They're that's not a, like. That's a building that has very famously had a noose uh, in the stands. That's a tough sentence to say when Tyler's computer fa- fails. Yeah. I was, there I was he is. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was just the, it was the net from the hoop. You say yeah. that's a racist too, Bubba? That's the confetti pull. You pull that, the confetti drops, dum-dum. Everyone knows we've got it in one of the 30 stadiums. It is kind of wild that that was like, oh, yeah, they were just heckling Spike Lee. That was fine. <laughs> oh, man. No, I again, fun's being had. Even in the even in the Knicks Pacers documentary, they made that like the lighthearted part of uh, <laughs> of that rivalry. They're like, "Oh yeah, no, in the lane was hell." But look at Spike Lee. Uh, yeah, oh, he's got our orange shoes. <laughs> Isn't that neat? Oh man, yeah, not it. Really just hit me the draft would be tonight. That fucking stinks. I know it's one. I know they're all historically weak, but it's one of those I have no idea what's going on, so I can't even. 
I typically we're like very submerged in draft talk for these last two weeks. Like we're watching yeah. a lot. We're reading and, and listening to as much as we can, but like uh, coronavirus and racism, that's, <laughs> that's what we're well-versed in right now. A and B. Yeah. Yeah. But it, even then, I, I don't know who would go first. It's like I don't. It's not that like I don't care, but it's one of, like nothing would surprise me. Like I don't know if Wiseman goes first, if he goes seventh. Like if Lamelo goes first, or if he goes eight, like I, I don't know. Like I read an article either today or yesterday. It was like I'm like Denny Avija. I don't know, like a, yeah. like a three four guy from overseas. It's like he's the perfect fit with Golden State. And they're like, it, even at one, they were like, at one. I was like, I've never seen him play. So I don't, from the from what I read, they're like, no, he's he's, <laughs> he's Dario Sart. I was like, oh, a fine player. I don't know if I want him one overall. Need him. Yeah, at that point, it's like, I don't even know. What's the worst player? If the Warriors got the number one pick, what's the worst player they could trade it for and it could be worth it? Because I don't like, I feel like Bill's a popular one. I just don't think he's on. I just don't think they're trading him until he asks to be traded. Right. Like, so what's the worst? Because yeah, not like number one pick, you could get some guys, but what's the worst player where they could be like, okay, now this works for us. Now trying to win a championship now, but also not trading it for like a thirty-eight year old. Just looking at like rosters right now, seeing if anyone jumps out. Like, I'm tr- like uh, Booker. Devin? The very same, Tess. I mean, I thought we were talking about players, not heaps of garbage. All right. Go Bear. I read the, yeah. Talking about heaps of garbage. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I keep saying, it's like, yeah, no, they'll like they'll get a top three pick. They either take one of these guys, or worse, they could flip it for All-Star. And it's like, like I don't disagree. All the All-Stars have just flipped, but, like, who's flipping again? Like, what, Marcus? Nah. But you said the worst. Even then, like, if they trade if they trade the number one overall pick for the Marcus Aldridge, I... A number two overall pick, I'll have you know. He's 38, <laughs> man. He's 36. Uh, DeRozan? No, he doesn't shoot threes. That's what I'm saying. Like, who's... I'm looking at the All Star guys now. Giannis, they're just getting. It's like, do you, you yeah, guys? That suck. Poor Golden State. <laughs> um, but that. Okay, what about Middleton? What about Middleton? He's locked in. I might consider that if I'm going. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got him for four more years. It's like, okay, hey, the number one pick. It'll be. Whatever, but if, like, say, yeah, like, like that's when we normally find out these. Would you say that's also Milwaukee just punting on re-signing Giannis? <laughs> well, well, no, I was gonna say normally the times we find out about these things when a guy has a year left, like the summer before, that's when we find out. Yeah, he wants a trade. He, he's requesting a trade. He won't resign. He won't negotiate. So they're gonna have to trade him. So if they were like, okay, listen, okay, Giannis will go for the best offer, but in a completely different deal. Middleton for one, and the Warriors are like, hey, automatically, Chris Middleton right now and for the next four years will help us win a championship. Yeah. If he's – imagine how wide open he'll be. He's like, this is 
Oh, I'm guarding the fourth worst <laughs> like player every night. Like I'm having a blast. That that may be the worst thing that ever happened to like Scottie Pippen's legacy is if Middleton was just out there, we're like, this guy's the best player in the league. And it's actually yeah. because he's guarding like me and shooting wide open threes, uh, scoring like 34 a game. Man, I thought like with the Jordan book, uh like Pippen, like that Blazers team almost beat the Lakers. I was like, boy, if Pippen won one more ring than Jordan and got a Finals MVP, then because he was probably their most important player, I don't know, best whatever, but most important player. I was like, that's a tough look for MJ, man. He's like, no, listen, you retired. I kept winning. I don't yeah. know, my God, you didn't stop the show, my guy. Right, listen, Scotty had a couple chances to do that. He didn't. Uh... Uh, right, listen, one he got uh, hosed out of. But I like even as I look, Donovan Mitchell. I don't think that's bad for either side. Like for whose side? It's not bad for Golden State. That's what I mean. I'm, I'm yeah. only talking about it from Golden State's side. Oh yeah, listen. If, if they're I mean, getting Utah, any, honestly, which is that? I feel like Utah's. Who's the last super high? They had Exum. He was super high. Uh, sick. <laughs> uh, but I feel like they. Typically, aren't toys like him and Deron Williams. Those are really the only super high picks I remember them having. They traded for him, so I think they are traded for the pick. I might have that wrong. I thought they traded for the because I I thought they traded to get him instead of Chris Paul, but I might have them. I mean, that was was pretty much right after Stockton retired, so it was probably their first like down year, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, but outside of that, they've, they're they kind of like Indiana. They're pretty historically competent from a team-building sense. Yeah, and I get, like, that feels some, like the Giannis thing. It's like, okay, Mitchell, he's not going to resign with us. Let's get the best we can. Gobert, I don't want to pay him 5 250 or whatever his next contract is. Let's get what we can for him and just – like start over like what we had was not gonna beat the rockets again so no, no. oh what about simmons ben simmons like you're the warriors you i feel like oh if you're the warriors you that in two seconds I'm that's what i'm trying to think i'm like one like and all good players so far well i'm looking at the all-star team so how'd you say beal's name then no um... yeah uh, oh. <laughs> No, I'm trying to think of like, like McCollum, like just below that all-star level yeah. player. Would you trade one? Like, would you rather see what Anthony Edwards has, or would you rather just be like, nah? If we put McCollum here at the two, that's he can like kind of lead our. When Steph sits down, he's our lead guard. It's one of man. It's like I y'all had that. Y'all could have tried that with D'Angelo Russell. Y'all traded him for Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> People don't like so, Angelo Russell. He's going to be out of the league soon, apparently. Nice things. Um, that's one I'd have to. I know he. I think he recently re-upped. I'd have to think about that, because like, that's an interesting one. It's like, okay, we like we acknowledge. Yeah, Edwards might make six All Star teams, but right now, CJ McCollum can help us win a championship right, right. now. Um, Let me ask you this one, because I know you're not high on the player, but I know you're also not high on this draft. Sure. One for Bagley. 
Mm. I don't hate that. Yeah, I don't it, like if they're like like we. I know they just re-signed Draymond to us. Like, yeah, he'll be the defensive protector that will pay him when it. This was just their what second complete year. Yeah, draft. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate that because it's like he's yeah young enough but ready. Because that's what I was gonna start looking next. I was like, okay, who was recently drafted? That's guys either haven't re-signed or. It's like okay, if the Nuggets are like, listen, we like Jamal Murray, but if we could get one for him, we'd have to think about it. Tobias Harris. I thought about Tobias. That's one. Like, yeah, I unless unless they send a little something extra with it, even though he he'd be better than Andrew Wiggins. I mean, that's not a high bar to clear. Depending on who you ask, man. He's in Golden State now. He's very good. That's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Golden State won last year. Champs. I'm trying to think of. Uh, would you Jalen for number one? Of course not. Of course not. Would love LaMelo Ball, though. That's a different conversation. Of course I would. <laughs> not That's who you, you take a one. He has more hair. I'll trade Hayward for one. I, I bet you, yeah, first in the, the second round. Problems. <laughs> we take Killian Hayes, one. Uh, he takes Kemba's job like a year and a half. Immediately. <laughs> now, I've heard some like Killian Hayes like can't dribble with his offhand at all. It's with his Magic Johnson. Yeah, exactly. The very same. Like, I'm trying to – what about Miles Turner? Oh, I think I'd jump all over that if I'm the Warriors. Because that's the answer. They're like, okay, hey, like we've got to split these bigs. Like we're choosing – or like either one, whichever one you choose. But I feel like I feel like they would keep Sabonis and trade Turner. And if you're the Warriors, it's like, no, this guy can shoot threes and play defense with Draymond. Yeah. <laughs> or close the game on the bit. Like, any sign, I think – Three more years? That's one I'd have to think about. Marvin Bagley. <laughs> if he, is he going to stay healthy? If so, I might not be trading nothing for him. That's part of it. Hassan Whiteside, would you trade number one for that? Of course. What Correct. a stupid question. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Would poor Zingas for one? Would you do that if you're Dallas? Because I feel like Golden absolutely would. But if you're, oh, I don't think he, I, that's why I honestly go. I don't think either side does. You don't think they would? I, it's one. I with the way he looked like coming back, I think they'd have to think about it. But da, that's when Dallas is like, who, who white can we draft that Mark Cuban would like to play with Luca? That's the thing. It's Denny Avisha. Like, right, they already have. <laughs> I do think Dallas loves being like they've had a stronghold in a European market for the last right. 20 years because of Dirk. Now they've got Luca, who used to play uh, with Porzingis over there. I, th- I feel like right now, I, I think Cuban would rather keep those two together for as long as he could rather than 
if you were like, hey, if you trade Porzingis for this pick, you I guarantee you one championship. I can't guarantee you any. Uh, if you keep these two together, I think he's like, I'll. I already have my ring. I'll just is keep that, two together and keep. Is the new pick also white? If so, I will have to. <laughs> I saw. Let me. I can pull up. I, I want to give credit because it was a very funny tweet. Made me laugh. Um, I don't know about that. Uh, Honey A H M. Honey oh. So the only cop that should be in Orlando is Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah like again, yeah the way we all uh, want it to be it's a great tweet let me say on the flip side we talk about it from my homes how many first round picks do you think it would take for dallas to trade luca i don't think there's a number because especially football you can get an all pro 30 mm-hmm. seconds like NBA, that. you can get an All Pro thirty second. Not nearly as consistently. Look, if you could get it consistently, they wouldn't go thirty second. <laughs> I yeah, I don't think there's a number. I really don't. If the Suns were like, listen, we will give you our next ten, Unpro- like unprotected. Unprotected, still twenty eighth. You know what I mean? Like it's not. <laughs> I mean, listen, he's never won a playoff game. We don't know that. Well, no, he hasn't, but I, I feel like that's going to change. If they were just like, listen, we will give you our next 13 first-round picks. <laughs> what's, yeah, the, I, yeah, what's the number where Dallas is like, okay, guys, we have, we've had every first-round pick of theirs until 2038. We have to consider, like, even if they're both good, they'll be retired by, like, we have to. Yeah, like the first pick can't start until two years after he's retired. Well, that's one of those like, listen, if I'm the GM, I'll sign off on it. But Cuban, you got to swear you got my back. Like, right. You're not gonna fire me in six months. And yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I'm draft my me and my kids are drafting these players. Yeah, we're all the GM. Uh, yeah, I don't. I genuinely don't think there's a number. I don't think there's a number for Zion. Well, okay. What about? I'm trying to. What's I think it'd be no- easier to get Zion just because I think Dallas knows they can keep Luca forever. New Orleans might be like ten. Yeah, we we probably need those ten. Well, I'll say that. What's the maximum number for one year? I'm trying like Giannis. If some, what's the maximum number of first round picks you think somebody would give up for one year of Giannis? Like like a Kawhi rental. If they're like, okay, listen, we'll give you whatever salary to match, and we will give you like our next. Five first round picks for you're getting one year. You know it's a rental, basically like Kawhi, but you're still like okay. If we win a championship, then fuck those picks. So what's the number? I think it's probably like eight. Unprotected. Oh yeah. I think I mean maybe you can do something like you can protect two. <laughs> we saw Kawhi Leonard go for Jakob Poitel and DeMar DeRozan and I think like the 26th pick. I think it might take like three. Maybe four. The McMahon's being eaten by his hounds. <laughs> These two fucking assholes right now. Um, I but, get what Kawhi was traded for. But like this would have to be Giannis's like 
actively telling Milwaukee, like, I will not re-sign. And yeah. I mean, the, whatever Kawhi told San Antonio. Right. But Milwaukee, yeah. like San Antonio also wasn't guaranteed to be the one seed uh, if Kawhi stayed in the West. Milwaukee still might win a championship, even with a disgruntled Giannis. Well, that's the, it ain't even, I don't know if it's disgruntled, but he's just like, no, I'm just ready to leave now. And they're like, like, if, I mean, if we don't get an offer, yeah, we'll just keep him, watch him walk, try to win and like the Raptors deal with right. it. But at a certain point, if somebody's like, listen, we'll give you guys like our next six, because you might trade him for one. He might walk from there too. No, definitely. I so it's like, right. yeah, it's like if we get your next six unprotected. Yeah, I think about it. I, I mean, of course, depending on which team it is. Like, I don't want the next Spurs six picks no matter what. But if you tell me I can get six Suns unprotected picks. Right. Well, that's where I think it would have to be a team like Philly or like Boston or like someone who's mm-hmm. in a position to win if Giannis were not in their way, but then also with them. Right. You know what I mean? So that's where I think – and those teams too – if it were just these picks, if Giannis leaves, they're still going to be pretty good, so they're not going to be that great of picks. So how many picks, if you were Ainge, how many would you give up? Say You get Giannis. You know he's walking. And you don't have to remove any players, like, from the starting lineup? I'm going to give you Hayward for salary. Okay. And that Hayward for salary and how many completely unprotected picks. It's like, yeah, you get – one year, he's walking, but you get Giannis for one year. I honestly think he'd give up like seven or eight. I mean, would you give up? Seven or eight, yeah. I'd give up ten. I wouldn't stop there. Oh, but... say you would stop at that? Like, they're like, nine? Uh, we'll do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if you, put, if you put Giannis on the Celtics instead of – and this isn't even a knock on Hayward. Uh, yeah. If you put Giannis there instead, they would they win the championship, like, I think fairly easily. I don't disagree. That's why it's like, okay, listen, hey, guys, when we don't have a pick in 2029, I get it, it stinks. But just so you know, uh, just look up into the rafters. Uh, yeah. And Ainge, you went 75 and 7. Yeah. You're talking about someone who could for sure recoup picks. <laughs> I, I just think about it with football because. Football is so wild in terms of everybody is available. Right. Like every single person. It's like, no. you could, They would never trade at uh, Jalen Ramsey, Jamal Adams, Khalil Mack. Uh, what about two first-round picks? So, like, so it, everybody is literally on the table. Basketball feels like nobody's on the table. Until they ask to, politely to be traded somewhere. Yeah, the NFL, how many people aren't like Aaron Donald could be had? Absolutely. I don't think Mahomes could be. I think about it a lot, man. I know you, it's one it's maybe the thing you waste time on the most. I don't think it's a waste. Uh if the Bears are like, we'll give you eleven first round pick. I would it's an easy no for me if I'm Kansas City. Easy no. Fourteen. No. There's no number. What What do you think the over under 
four Super Bowls he's going to win in Kansas City is over the next five years. One and a half? That feels fair, yeah. Yeah, and I would probably take the over. Hey, you never know. Danny Marino never won one. Right, Mahomes already has. <laughs> Miami Heat legend, Danny Marino never did, so. You – 15. They're like, you get all of our first round picks for the next 15 years. 15 years. I get it. Like, all it takes is him to have one knee sprain, one bad year. He had that get like, year. They still won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but what's that pick? <laughs> 23rd or 24th at best? Like, yeah, I'm taking Mahomes. Like, the reason everybody's tradable in the NFL is because the NFL is the most, like, scheme everything. They're like, no, he'll just take – like, Andy Reid will turn a first-round pick into a star. And he will. Like, that's what Andy Reid does. He's just that good. But it's like, boy, oh, boy. He don't just have a star. He has the star. That's the thing. I don't – like, I think because it's Andy Reid, it's even more of a reason. He's like, listen – I've had good quarterbacks. I've had great quarterbacks. I still couldn't win that fucking game until this kid came around. <laughs> when I, was like, I got it off my uh, checklist. Let's uh, build up the special teams unit. I think it would be how many how many picks do you think realistically it would cost to get Deshaun Watson? Bill O'Brien doing the dealing. Yes, I think you get him for two first and like a second. Okay, so then maybe I might consider keeping the other 13 first-rounders I just picked up. <laughs> and that that's what I'm saying. Because if you're like, okay, listen, okay, I've got 15. I can trade, again, for whoever I want. Like, for sure. I might just, I'll trade Mahomes immediately and just, just trade two firsts for Russell Wilson and just be up 11 first. Round. Like, <laughs> that's part of it. That's why it's like, if I it's like 10 more than that, they would. I mean, that's just the NFL. If you, if somebody went to Kansas City right now with three first round picks, they wouldn't do it. But I think they think about it, and I think that's how dumb the NFL is. I hope they wouldn't think about it. <laughs> Embarrassing. There, there would be one person that would be like, "Devil's advocate." <laughs> uh, <laughs> the guy hurt his knee. He's almost thirty, and we already won. Do we need him? Yeah. No, I would. I take them. 15 first-round picks. I'd call King, but we went for Kyler. Three, uh, yeah, send him over. <laughs> Four, uh, keep, uh, keep the change. Uh, no, just me, Andy Reid, like a 22-year-old Kyler, and an extra nine first-round picks. I just don't think, like, mo- cause, again, all of these picks. So you're going to have two picks, like, at best in the mid-20s, uh, <laughs> assuming you maintain uh, – a decent record with with your new team, which, by the way, I think you'd have to trade all the rest of your players because of the mutiny that locker room would throw. On which side? On Kansas City. I think if you traded Patrick Mahomes, you lost all other 52 members of that locker room. But again, at the end, it was like, listen, we'll trade y'all too. Like, it was- yeah, I think you have to. Listen, Frank Clark, we'll get some value for you. Matthew, we'll get some – we'll start it over. NFL is the most – we built this. It's not about the players. Uh, For sure. I, I think that's what it's going to work. Yeah. No, like, how many, how many first-rounders do you think it would take them to get off Lamar? Way less. 
Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. But I mean, like, if somebody called and was like eight first rounders for Lamar. Oh, I, yeah, I think Baltimore for sure does that. And again, he just won the MVP too. Like, I think uh, Baltimore does it for like four. Nah, they're one of those like, listen, we can find Hall of Famers with our sixth round pick. Like, we don't need. Uh, it. But again, okay, you trade Mahomes for 15, send seven for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just plus eight. Everyone's like, "Why? <laughs> What's what? <this> happening?" <laughs> it's the Wayne Gretzky uh, in football. They yeah they they get seven. They trade three of those for Deshaun, uh, and then Bill O'Brien trades one for like Drew Locke. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I need a good backup. Uh, <laughs> he traded another two for Larry Tunsil's backup because I need a good backup from backup. And someone just signs Cam. And they're like, "Oh, we could have just done that from the get go." Whoa! Why don't we think of that? Somebody did a. Who was it? I think Chris Sims did a list ranking quarterbacks today. I think he had Cam tenth. It was relatively high, and I was like, "Wow!" He had him ranked into like the forties, and all these guys have jobs. Wow to me! I can't believe Cam hasn't been signed yet. I really can't. Andy Reid gets 15 first round picks and just signs Cam Newton's like, no, he's he's very healthy. Like we're <laughs> we're just gonna have him throw to Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, yeah. uh problems. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got 15 first round picks. Now, whatever Aaron Donald, y'all want what do you think it take to get Aaron Donald? Because I was like the Dolphins should have traded him. I think you get Aaron yeah. Donald's for two for two first round and probably another two and like second, a third. third. Four. Yeah, like yeah. one other thing, but two first is the base of the deal. And I think you could have Aaron Donald. I think that's correct. I think that's absolutely correct. Yeah, I was like, hey, man, Dolphins, y'all, if, if y'all trying to hit the track running, trade two of them for Aaron Donald, sign Cam, and uh, see what's going on. But instead, they drafted Tua and two other people I can't remember. They took Tua, they took an offensive lineman, and they took. I was a dude from Houston, didn't they? I think the lineman. Jones? No. They're not taking. No, he fell. Let's see. They took a corner. No. They took Tua, Austin Jackson. That's what I took from uh, USC, the tackle. And. Oh, uh, Noah Igbenahi from cornerback from Auburn. Okay, so that's one. Of, like again, it it's like you can't trade two first round picks. Then you look at what people use the first round picks for. It's like, no, nah, I probably could have traded two first round picks for that. Like I'm sure Austin Jackson will be a fine tackle, and Igbenahi will be a, like a fine corner. But it's like, boy, oh boy, Aaron Donald is cold, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, you tell me like the basis of this trade right now is two picks that we've never seen, like a second next year or whatever, and we get to just drop Aaron Donald in with Byron Jones and like the defense we've built. I'd have to think about it. I wouldn't. I would just do it. At NFL is so wild, man. They did the thing. It was like, yeah, Jamal Adams is worth. They asked like ESPN insiders, what's he worth? And everybody was like two first rounders. And it's like, would you do it? And every single person said no. <laughs> like, what? 
It's like, I'm not saying they're wrong, but if that's where we're at right now, something feels wrong. Everybody can agree somebody's an elite talent, but you shouldn't give up picks to trade for and pay him. Well, I get it like across the board, like being like, no, that guy has the value of two first round picks. Should mm-hmm. should Cincinnati give up two first to get him? No, I don't think that right now that's a smart move for them. Should mm-hmm. the Cowboys? Yes, I could see why. Well, it, yeah, they were like, would it should anybody? And you're like, no. Yeah, that's oh, bad. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can agree this guy's good. Uh, we can also agree nobody should trade for him unless their like, reasonings like the Jets are so inept you could get him for way less. Then I can understand that reasoning as well. Nah, I know one thing that Adam Gase it said he drives a hard bargain before he runs players out of town. <laughs> he drives a hard bargain with his own fucking players. That's the problem. <laughs> Hardest bargain. Uh, and yeah, no, people are still like. I, <laughs> I want to have a beer with this guy. I don't. I've never heard anyone say that. <laughs> I would like to have a beer. With, well, oh, they've got five fictional trades for Adams. No, just in general. Oh, let's hear them. Jacksonville trades uh, defensive end Yannick Ngakwe to the Browns for tight end David uh, Njoku in a twenty twenty one second round pick. Would you do that trade, Mick? So, like, I I don't know. There are certain fan bases I follow way too many fans of, and I don't know how exactly it happened. The Jacksonville Jaguars are one of those teams, and they, like, two, maybe three years ago, it was like, oh, Yannick's the guy. He's the best defensive end in the league. And for, like, last year and a half, it's like, this guy stinks. So I I know he doesn't stink. I know he's not the best in the league. Lining him up opposite of Miles Garrett would probably be terrifying. But my mind's so warped from Jags fans, I genuinely don't know if he's worth that. But to trade a tight end in a second, yeah, I'd probably find out. I was going to say, trade all that for They They got uh, Hooper. And this, like, so basically a second round, my second string tight end, a second rounder for uh, a guy. Quit. I did it in the heartbeat. The next trade. Boy, this is a stinky trade. Would you do this one? San Francisco 49ers trade wide receiver Dante Pettis to the Texans for a Kiki QT. What do you say, Mick? Why did someone waste valuable internet space to play? answer the question? <laughs> No, I don't think I would. <laughs> I know the 49ers, the 49ers fucking hate Austin Pettis. Uh, and I think the Texans like QT. So I don't think they, I think, I know the 49ers would do that. Listen, he's buried on the dip chart. They got Randall Cobb. They got Brandon Cook. They got Will Fuller. A ton of healthy guys. Go to hell. <laughs> so the Vikings train. <laughs> Riley, uh, offensive tackle Riley Rife, Rafe, and agreed to Reef and agreed to pay three point eight million dollars of his salary to the yeah. Chargers for cornerback Desmond King the second. What say you? Is Reef bad? No, like he's yeah. I think he's again. I've been listening to a lot of PFF recently. They've got him like middle of the road, which I will take all day for an offensive lineman. I was there for a tackle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know they need secondary help, but I feel like that whole offense is predicated on 
like having a decent offensive line. I feel like every offense is. For sure, but they're so run heavy. Unless they have another, uh, and play action heavy, unless they have another tackle ready to step in, I'd probably, I I like King a lot, uh, but I'd probably not do that. Play straight stink. How about this one? Seattle Seahawks trade offensive lineman Ethan Pochick, Pochick to the Eagles for cornerback Sidney Jones. What say you? This feels like a, neither team, like each team is trying to strengthen a strength almost. Like I don't think the Seahawks, the Seahawks line needs more help and the, the Eagles secondary needs more help and the Eagles lines like elite. <laughs> and I, so I don't know why, who wrote this? <laughs> Field Yates. Oh boy, I thought it was gonna be the something last, no one knew. Now nah, the last trade, it's so bad. I'm not even gonna read it. I need to hear it. Green Bay Packers trade cornerback Josh Jackson to the Denver Broncos for cornerback Isaac Yadam. Yadam. Would say you. I feel like Josh Jackson's good. I don't know the other guy. I'm going to be no, honest. We're talking, we're talking football, Josh Jackson. I know. I wouldn't have said good. if, if You're thinking Kansas. <laughs> say Josh Jackson at playing corner. But... He might be better at that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that one at all. I don't understand anyone but the, the Yannick <laughs> Uh, I mean, again, maybe I wouldn't trade for Yannick because Jadavian Clowney is still unemployed. That's a good point. Like, I, maybe that's just my move. It's like, okay, I do that trade for him and sign Clowney. It's like, listen, we've got Clowney, Garrett, and Ngakwe, even if only for a year. We signed Clowney to, like, the Indomitian Sioux one-year hired yeah. gun contract. I was like, yeah, good luck. I'm playing Miles Garrett at safety because <laughs> I can. I think he could do it. Like I don't, I don't think he'd be over. To, I think you play him and Clowney at safety. It's like, oh no, they're both dropping into coverage. This is bad. Or they're both they've both got a ten yard head start running full speed. Yeah, it's like oh, boy. like Garrett, you already got him. You just have to pay him. And Gakwe, yeah, second round pick and Clowney for whatever you sign him for. But yeah, no, these are my three linemen. <laughs> I'll put in a fourth guy who will somehow rack up 17 and a half sacks because he just doesn't get covered. Yeah, no one's ever seen him on the field because everyone else is terrified. <laughs> it's just, man, oh, man. Well, think, about, think about a legitimate NFL trade you would like to see happen. While I talk about our good pals over at DoorDash. Hmm. Between never-ending laundry cycles and the ever uh, never-stopping incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing yeah. to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you your food, your craving, right now, right to your door. Ordering is super simple. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new Contactless delivery drop-off setting with over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia. You can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Many of your 
favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. Right now, right now, mm-hmm. our listeners can get five bucks off their first order of $15 or more and zero delivery fees for the whole first month when you download the DoorDash app and enter code MIX. That's $5 mm-hmm. off your first order and zero delivery fees for a whole month when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code M-I-C-K-S. Don't forget, that's code MIX for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Hmm. Okay. I'll do it. Was there enough time for you to figure out a trade? Jacoby Brissett to the Jaguars for a third round pick. And he's your starter immediately? Uh, The best man wins. Okay. Who is... Because the Colts have $40 million in quarterback right now. At least. And the Jaguars had, like, Minshew's making pennies on the dollar, so his, like, bringing in a high-dollar quarterback doesn't mean much. That or A.J. Green somewhere. Like, I keep saying it's like he'll, he'll help Joe Burrow, and he would, but he also hasn't played in a year and a half. Like, right. maybe it's time to uh, cut bait. What about Jacoby to the Chargers? I mean, it's got to be for Tyrod. You can't have two black quarterbacks blocking Justin, or excuse me, Justin Herbert. Oh, I did forget they get Herbert. Never mind. Mm, yeah, forget about it. <laughs> and Easton Stick? Come on. I feel like I've seen more, like multiple people legit. It's like, are they better with? Dak or Andy Dalton and Jamal Adams. And it's like, uh, like yo, y'all really ain't watched Andy Dalton in a minute, man. Like, y'all. Uh, but if, if two first-rounders is the problem, if you project a pick in the 20s, you should probably trade for Jamal Adams. For sure. Like that whole, they just paid... Cooper gallops in the middle of his rookie deal. They just drafted most people's number one receiver in this draft. They paid Zeke like the offense Mm. set. I don't know why you wouldn't like they've, they've found offensive line talent outside. of. I feel like the Cowboys are a great drafting team. Yeah. I feel like they sucked. For like the entire like 2000 to 2010. Yeah, for whatever. I don't know if they brought a new head of scanning, whatever, but this guy's been hitting left and right. Yeah. Um, did they pay Demarcus Lawrence too? Yeah, he got paid. Okay. So I'm t- it's just one of those I wouldn't have paid Zeke so I could pay either Byron Jones or have the money for Jamal Adams. I would have just paid Byron Jones, but right. it's just me. And I think I heard like pretty much their whole secondary can just leave next year too. Sure. So yeah, I would just I would certainly go trade for Jamal Adams. Nah. You're right. It's a good point. Yeah, he's an off ball safety mix. 
Much Gerald, pain, much worse on Boa safety. They've got Gerald McCoy and Don Terry Poe. These are things I didn't know. Oh yeah. No, that's why I wonder. It's like I, I don't, why would you ever? If I could, just knew I could keep getting guys like that on one year deals, why would I ever sign anybody to like a three year deal? I wouldn't. Well, you're like uh, foundational players for sure, but yeah, you can pick up Not guys anybody, like that yeah. pretty constantly. Well, it's also they. That's where it's like, okay, yeah, they pay or trade for and pay for Jamal Adams. There's no way you can pay Dak 35-plus a year. So if you're going to go with Andy Dalton, God bless you, man. That just tell me you're not concerned with winning a championship. Correct. This is part of the reason I was so uh, very much against him. Dalton just existing in general. <laughs> coming to New England, but that too. Yeah, again, if he's going to be your backup, great shape. But if he's playing meaningful minutes, I'm good, man. Right, like if he's got to come in the third quarter for a couple snaps, there are worse options. Yeah, I, look, I, that's best case scenario for him. But if it's like, no, we can let Dak walk to get Jamal Adams because Andy Dalton will make the plays we need to. I don't know about that. He can hand to Zeke. I'm positive. He wouldn't be there either. You would have neither, and you would have traded the next 20 first-round picks for Patrick Mahomes. And we'd be 15-1. and one. <laughs> I, would, yeah, I traded those two. We'd have those extra picks that we got for uh, Dak and Zeke for Jamal Adams, and it's like, if you sign Mahomes and Adams, you're going to be in salary cap hell. And it's like, we'll be in salary. Look, I'm fine with that. We'll figure it out. Hoisting yeah. the trophy every year. That's what yeah, we will win three championships, uh, get Tyron Smith to restructure or cut him, and then win another three. Like, we're fine. Victor Cruz said the Patriots are going to win five games this year. Okay. Listen, we might only play five games this year. So, yeah, undefeated. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, Let's hear him out. Uh, I just can't picture Belichick being five and eleven. I just can't. What if he quits mid year or is fired? Certainly possible. Uh, <laughs> certainly possible. One, he's like, "Fuck this." Yeah. I don't know. I he been five and eleven before. I didn't forget those Cleveland years, Billy. Listen, he won a playoff game with the the last coach to win a playoff game for the Browns is Bill Belichick. Yeah, I feel yeah, like that five, that should be what leads off like his Hall of Fame induction. Not none no, of the Patriots stuff for that reason. None of the like Giants stuff. It's like no nope, one playoff game with <laughs> with Browns. Cleveland Brownies. Their color was orange, but they were the Browns. It was like they won with those guys. Wow. It's easily the most impressive thing he's even if he had nineteen and zero, I would still lean to Brown's playoff win. Yeah, it, I feel like it's so wild that things like when teams go from bad organizations to good ones, it's like consistent. It's like no, listen, the good team. It's like they wanted to win the Super Bowl. That feels like the biggest difference. Like we want to win it, and we think we can win it. 
every other team was like, yeah, no, if we go nine and seven, banner year. <laughs> Five and 11, we're still coming out in the green. Uh, but it's like team, the teams that are like, no, we want to win the Super Bowl. We can win a Super Bowl. Those are the ones that usually, even if they don't win the Super Bowl, winning 10, 11, 12 games or staying in the mix. Right. Yeah. They're in the conversation. Yeah. Bengals don't want to win the Super Bowl. No. They're like, no. If Burrow's great, maybe. Um, it's like, no, you look at like Eagles. Some of these teams, like, yeah, no, we can win the Super Bowl this year. We're drafting Jalen Hurts 32nd because we think we can win the Super Bowl this year. He might have to play two games for us, and we want to be able to withstand those two games because we can win the Super Bowl. And the Bengals are like, no, I mean, if he's bad, we'll just get another pick. It'll be fine. (laughs) I'm just looking at just like all of the teams and thinking like how many actually have set those expectations. Like Super Bowl? Yeah. List them all. I think there's three in the NFC East. Everyone but Washington? Yes. Even I feel like the Giants feel like a team is like, okay, this year we might be able to. This year it's like, yeah, we're we're not winners. You know what I mean? But I think they at least have like the history of like, yeah, Yeah, we're – yeah, no, like it's not going to happen this year, but they're building because it's like we Correct. know we can Super Bowl. Yeah, right. I, like not they're they're instilling it in the younger guys. Like that's the ultimate goal. Right. Yeah, we can. Get, it won't be here this year, but next year, you never know. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I think all four in the NFC West. I'll. Oof. I don't know what the Rams got going on, man. They, <laughs> I mean, they they think they can. If whether they're right or wrong, they think they can, and I guess that's what it's about, right? And they like they were as about as close as you can come. Uh, yeah, they were 10, 10 points, eleven points away. Oh yeah, you can. Most defenses hold a team to thirteen in the Super Bowl. They're walking out of there with confetti on their shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at like I've like I don't think the Falcons have that mentality. No, I think the Buccaneers have it now. Uh, I think they brought in a guy who has it. Like I think that, that's why I say now. Like I, they didn't have it last year. No, um, but Panther, I also think that's tough for the guys who were last year to just be like, oh yeah, I I know how to switch hit this switch. Yeah, I mean, and I get that's. That's what we'll see. Because I look, I don't. AFC West, I think it might just be the. Uh, I don't. I I think the Broncos. Like, whether or not they believe it, I think they say it. All right. I mean, man, Johnny was like, I've got the tallest white quarterback I can find. Like, I've won the Super Bowl. Uh, I think there's two in the AFC North. Yeah, the two two that win. (laughs) 
I think Tennessee for the South, and that's it. Maybe the Colts. I thought the, the Texans have it. Bill O'Brien just had it. He's like, I know where I want to get. I just have no directions at all. I don't <laughs> have a map. I don't, have, no, uh, I don't have waves. Like, I don't have. <laughs> this says West. I don't know what that means. So, <laughs> yeah, my cell phone died. I don't have a car charger. My map is for a different state entirely. <laughs> they won the division with a negative seven differential. Like, that. <laughs> Like, I think Vrabel, I mean, Vrabel's threatening to, like, cut off his own dick to win the Super Bowl. I mean, I, like, I feel like they're in the culture of the one I don't know about. Like, they got all this money didn't spend none of it. It's like, if you think you can win, it's like, okay, no, it might be one, two-year deals. But it's like, yeah, no, we we think we can win it this year. Let's give the old man $50 million. Is there anyone, like, Buffalo? You think Buffalo? I don't think they think they can. I think they do now. I think I think Miami does thinks they can now. Or I think they have the infrastructure too. I don't think the Jets. Think like no, the Jets don't. The Jets, yeah, they're the only one I could know for sure. I could hear both sides on the other one, but I, I would say the Buff, I'd say the Bills, like because again the free agency moves they've been making, they're like no one year we this is a weakness. Let's get like more receivers, more quick receivers. We think mm-hmm. we can. Do you think that's for the Super Bowl, or do you think they're like, oh, no, we can claim this division? But they get, like, in football, if you can claim the division, you get it at the very least a home playoff game. For sure. I'm not debating, but, like, whatever, what you're setting your sights on, I think, matters. And I think if their sights Mm -hmm. are win the division, that's how you get bounced in your first game. No, their sights are to make it to the Super Bowl for the fifth time and not go home on. Right. So that's why I was like, I think they've got those – Listen, uh, JFK went over the barrel, uh, Niagara Falls. Uh, I remember. That still rattles through people in that stadium's uh, spine. Uh, Yeah, this guy in particular. Um, Yeah, the Jets don't have. Yeah, I would. Bills and the Dolphins, I would say now they do. Jets, not, not at all. Like, I still think the players on the Patriots think they can win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, like again, uh, players on a lot of these teams do because, like that, they feel like that's why they're here. I'm with an organization that feels like we can win this year. Right. If things break right, uh, we can get one or two seed. We can win this year. Like Packers, it's one of those like oh Jordan Love. I don't know about that, but we have our eyes set on the Super Bowl. Vikings, I feel like the Vikings do. The Bears do not. The Lions do not. Yeah, I think we hit them. Yeah, so it's like legit. A, it was an eight to ten, like a third of the league. It's like they just don't even have that in their crosshairs. Like we're not even competing with them, really. So that's 20 teams left. Okay, maybe half are in our conference, half are not. A couple maybe in our division, maybe not. And like it, it goes from there. It's like, yeah, no, we think we can win. The division is the first step. Home field, second step, first uh, seeds, the next step, and Super Bowl. And the Bengals like, no, like if Joe Burrow just breaks even, we think that'd be pretty cool. He sells a few jerseys and we go six and ten. I think we right. think that'd be all right. Right. They care about the jersey sales more than 
anything else. That's why they still in the ghetto. Vince Carter finally retired. Mm. Uh, and the like the only not the only reason because it's something we should say. That's really all we've talked about him enough. Mm. Uh but the reason I do bring him up is to transition to his least favorite or his his last his biggest hater. That's how you say that. Uh Bill Me. Simmons. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bless Tried to mute. Missed it entirely. Um, <laughs> before we even get into, was New York Times? Yes. Who wrote the first piece? Who, which yeah. went live like seconds after we finished recording our last episode. Yep. One per thing. That, huh? Yeah. Per the per usual. The yeah. Kevin Durant traded. Um, yeah. One thing that really pisses me off, and this isn't unique to this situation, but it happened with this situation, is when someone finally speaks up like the New York Times did, and then you get the 40 to 50 pieces that are birthed from that Mm. where people finally feel emboldened to pile on. Mm -hmm. Those people can shut the fuck up. Well, it, it's what like I see that, but it's also he got a lot of juice. Like Simmons got a lot of juice, man. So it's one of those like people like in fear of reprisal or their fear of their job or fear of not getting the next job. So it's like okay, like is the coast clear? Um, like people speak up on their own timeline, but but like regardless of what they said, which I believe for him to come back with. Uh, listen, this ain't uh, happy hour. It's slappies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yuck yuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, not a great look when I think it, his daughter has a podcast. His son wraps the intro for his podcast. His nephew produces for his podcast. He has friends even... that have podcasts for eating. Uh, <laughs> I didn't care for house catching strays. That Look, that's like again, like them having the shows is fine, but you also can't say it ain't open mic tonight. I mean, for sure, like, listen, yeah, they, you're just handing the mics out, so maybe it ain't open mic. I that's like I don't fault someone like starting their own company and hiring their friends mm-hmm. at all. Uh but yeah, you can't say like to the other people you've hired like now you, you really gotta work to get to where uh, you gotta bust your home. like my 11 year old daughter yeah <laughs> that's the thing like i having your own company and being like yeah i'm gonna give my kid a show that people will listen to for no other reason than she's my kid you're right that is power and that's mm-hmm. for a father i'm sure cool as hell uh but yeah, when you're actively suppressing other people and uh, having people's uh, like heavily restricted on what they can write and say, yeah, those those two don't add up. But yeah, all the other people I saw piling on weren't like they're in 
the industry of writing, but it's not something that like, I don't think they ever, ever were in fear of like, Oh, if I say something negative about Bill Simmons, he'll come to my company and they'll fire me. Well, the thing is, I, I feel like it's a lot of, again, from what I've seen and gathered, like he cuts off people that are like still at his company. Right. Like, you just, for sure. Yeah. Those just, people. Like, yeah, it's like, you won't get promo. You're not going to get any talk time. You're not going to get the front page spots. Right. Yeah, so, those weren't like, the people I was talking about. Those people, I, I understand why. It's the other people who had zero connection whatsoever. Right. Who, then saw, the game, yeah. Yeah, who then saw the New York Times. Be, like, we've been making fun of him since, like, what, episode two? Uh, <laughs> like, this yeah, isn't... Right. It, this is not new to us. So it's like everyone else who was like, oh, the coast is clear. Because it happens to us a lot. Where it's yeah. like, oh, the Daily Beast wrote something about Barstool. Let's all pile on. Like, you guys shut the fuck up. If you, The first person, even if I disagree with them, I respect that they were the first person through the wall. All these other people right. walking through a fucking uh, giant hole. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, we hate that guy, too. Yeah. Right, yeah. Sick, dude. That doesn't. That's not hard. That doesn't take any courage. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but, yeah, the people who were actively working for him and being suppressed – I can see why they weren't speaking up. They were in a tough spot. I right. feel bad for those people. Those aren't the people I mean to uh, call out and chirp. The other right. people who were Tommy Tough Nuts uh, after the fight was over, <laughs> those people shut the fuck you up. Let me at them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You oh, you you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't believe. Oh man, I was just over here stretching. You. Oh man. Last day on my block. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but it, Simmons. It, it, uh, it wasn't something I saw coming. I won't say I didn't. It was a lot more of the uh, here's some bad shit Bill Simmons <laughs> said threads and I and then the past. I was like, interesting. The the draft log one. What was that? Oh three. Yeah, LeBron draft. The LeBron, yeah the the takes on LeBron alone. Like, those weren't even like, oh, no, times have changed. Like, those were <laughs> terrible things to say in 2003, too. The one where he basically admitted to, I don't want to over-categorize it. It's like, I think there was sexual assault against his wife. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pulling the goalie, yeah. Yeah, no, just what the boys do. Uh, but... It, that's the thing. like the article wasn't so much for that. So okay, if it's about the diversity stuff, that could have been like a yeah. You know what? We're not doing as much as we could. We could do better. We will do better. And instead, it was hey, this ain't uh, <laughs> this ain't a sign up list. <laughs> uh, government cheese all of a sudden. Get out yeah. Of it's like meanwhile, you got to be a woman or black with a PhD uh, to get a show. Get fifteen minutes after my daughter. She opens up and also closes. Well, I also because thought, I own the club. Yeah. I also thought it was very funny where it was just like um, the rewatchables was supposed to be basically open mic night, um, <laughs> and then it just turned into like, no, it's the three faces of the company. We're actually going to just do it. Yeah, even it, it looks even more when they have the one where like Rusillo's congratulating him on the diversity, and it's like. As far as what? Like, what do you? All these white people have on different color shirts. Like, what do you? <laughs> and yeah, again, this because we did this when the Ringer Union bashed them. Like, that's not to say we're 
the most diverse company to ever exist, but shit. We're trying more yep. than they fucking are. Wait, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, again, you... Okay, yeah, we can do better. We will do better. We'll start hiring more people, like, before... Uh, uh, in front of the camera, behind the camera. And it's like, no, nah, I'm going to press the... Uh, Say it's not open the mic night button. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, let me talk to Jack over 15 minutes about uh, Trump. Yeah, building a company, giving a lane to your dad, your friends, all that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Right. Uh, hiring other people and being like, you guys really need to earn it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You can do that, but you also can't push back when people point out that you hired you. Right. If he was like, yeah, listen, that's my old man. He just gets to talk. Like it is, that just is what it is. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, no, you got to earn your keep here. Uh, except for my uh, my dog has a thirty minute podcast. Uh, it'll be premiering <laughs> next month. Yeah, it was wild. It was a full week. Who's the other players? He said some wild shit about Dwayne Wade. He said some wild. Jonas and Jarvis Hayes. Yes, that was. More sexual assault. Yeah. Yeah. The LeBron stuff. It's like, man. Like, that might be worse than anything Dave said about LeBron. Apples to apples. Uh... (laughs) But it. Dave's are all like, like you think at basketball, which is just like, all right, dude, sure. <laughs> it's just one like, man, oh man, it shows just it's one of those, like you see things that were put into print on the page. You don't believe the people behind the scenes? Like you don't think it was more extreme than this or worse right. than this? And not that he is like berating people or anything like this, but if this is the culture on the page, you think he would have somebody was like, hey. Like we should probably get more uh, minority and women, people of color, uh, black, Indian, all that editors in here. He's like, you know, you're exactly right. In between pulling the goalie on my wife, I was thinking about how we needed some more people of color here. I did and... forget in the big book of basketball, he just referred to himself as Jamal Simmons the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, because that's what he like used to call himself as a kid, right? Yeah, he grew like it's it's pretty much everything I've always been accused of, but isn't true. Uh, you should have wrote it in a book, man. <laughs> like I never was like, oh yeah, I'm Shaquille Mick. Like no, never once. Uh, I was like, yeah, might put your half Italian side on Danilo Gallinari too. I don't think he. <laughs> I, honestly, that was the funniest side of all. Like just pure <laughs> humor. That just made me laugh. No, was like, did did he ever say that? No, yeah, not that I can recall. I'm a I'm a dribble in here. Yeah. Uh, I am making the basket like Mama makes the gabagool. Yeah, what, <laughs> Mama Mia? That's a three point shot. <laughs> I do wish you could just go back to like old Clippers games, and every time he uh, hit a three, it was like Super Mario, like sound effect. Oh yeah. I guess the uh, fireball sound. Yeah. Oh boy! No, he. And again, this is you. People are defensive to criticism. That's just how we respond to criticism. 
I hope that again that won't be the lasting impression. I hope that it will be. It's like okay, listen, I said that at the moment, but no, in the long term, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna hire more people. I'm gonna listen and do all this, uh, and we'll see. We'll, it goes for him and a lot of these companies out here. Uh, well, what pisses so we'll what what pisses me off, and it's not the most important thing that comes out of this, but on a personal level, when stuff like this, like old barstool articles, come out. The whole company gets painted that way, top right. to bottom. Right. I don't see ESPN getting painted in a negative light for the, the draft diary from 03, where he was very much employed. I still see people yearning to bring Grantland back as if they didn't do terrible shit which, with he, at him at the head. I and, that, that's when he skated off. Were they... Uh, out of the person, the trans person that ended up killing himself. That's one of those like, if you're going to bring up anything that anybody bad has done on the internet, and it right. wasn't intentional. I don't think it was intentional, but it still happened. So, yeah. Sure. like So, yeah. And now this, what we're finding out, Grantland's, or Grantland, uh, the Ringer's Ringer. actual, uh, how they really feel about giving anyone a voice. I don't know. That's the kind of shit that People forever turn their backs on us and will use forever against us. And it, it kind of just feels like it was this week's news, and by next week, it won't matter anymore. Yeah. I mean, and, like, and that's the thing. Like, we'll see. It's a lot of like, people saying that he's still got the ringer union on his head. Like, he, I think he, uh, <laughs> It'd be like eighty five million last year. He might just be like, I don't care about any of this. No, like, I mean, like, who's? I'm not even one to say you should care about any. Of yeah, that. so it's that's what's like. Okay, like we'll see, because maybe it's like okay, yeah, this is a chance for me to do better. I can do better. I will do better, and it's also a chance for him to be like, no, I've got a couple more uh, college friends I'd like to give a platform. He, he has Malcolm Gladwell on. Hey, what else does he need? Giannis is Canadian, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Should Joe Paterno call nine one and one uh, in that order? Who's to say? Oh man, listen, they were playing Ohio State Saturday. Like, what do you want them to do? <laughs> Jesus Christ! But yeah, it is. That's the kind of hypocrisy that drives me wild wild and of course it's because i i work for one of the companies that gets treated sure. a different way so obviously i'm gonna feel that way but it is just fuck like that's the kind of shit that doesn't compute in my brain you know what i mean it's like this, these are the same thing one's even worse right we're the bad guy all right whatever correct bad guy yeah where going back to the beginning of the show like people however they think is how they're gonna think there's no yeah. changing most people yeah, no, again, the facts have never changed anyone's mind. Um, it's different when certain people or companies do it. That's just the game. People have their favorites. People have the ones they don't like. It is what it is, but boy, oh boy. It's not open mic night. That's that's a tough quotable to come out from that column. It could have been literally anything else, but it's not open mic night. Right, and like we've, I've, I've definitely heard similar stuff at our office too. Like, yeah, we're not just going to hand you shit, but we do actually have like a an earned system. Like, yeah, if you 
do build yourself up. Here you go. You're on Front Street. You're right. on down. You're here's this giant platform. We're gonna push the right. fuck out of you. You know what I mean? Like that's where it's like, yeah, I can take that. It's not open mic night criticism because I know putting the work in is going to lead to something. Right. And again, that's where again a lot of people that work there and have worked there is like we don't feel that to be true. That right. We've been qualified. We've been whatever criteria needs to be met. Uh, like Isaiah Thomas, like I, I know the criteria. I know I met the criteria. I was not chosen. <laughs> so, we'll see what comes of it. If anything, we give people too large of a platform too early sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's never happened. Like, hey, you host a national radio show now. Go figure it out. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. <laughs> so it's me. Uh, intern that had 32 followers yeah. last week. <laughs> I am terrified. Yeah, I, uh, it's me on Sirius XM. Yeah, I think because it's a semi-recent hire, but I think it's a good example too. Brandon Walker went from just a guy doing like a gambling show on someone else's platform. Things happened. Uh, he stepped up in a, a moment that was thrown at him. He came to New York. Call of Duty. Yeah, he came up the next week. Was like, yeah, I'm going to do these shows. They were like, sure, here's our platform. He did those shows. Now he's fucking everywhere. And that was all in a year's sure. time. He put the work in after he was given way too large of a platform. And now he's going to be here as long as he fucking wants. I know. He's... And he got dust. He's college friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. There was something else. What the fuck was it? Beats me. Yeah, it's not coming to me at all. Just tough. So many things happen. A lot of things. Um... You about that Bubba Wallace stuff? No. <laughs> I feel like we... We hit that. The fuck was it? God damn it. Yeah. Everybody got Corona in the NBA. Item takes the Jets. I feel like all my bases have been covered. Might have to be it because I uh, just do not know. I'm seeing. Shout out Vince Carter. Yeah, I feel it gets more impressive every time I see that dunk that he did it with like three or four steps runway. Like he didn't run from the opposing locker room. Like when somebody in the dunk contest is jumping from the free throw line, he got to steal like the three point line, took like three four quick steps, and just no up and over. Seven foot two, Freddie Wise. I think that's part of what makes it so disrespectful. Yeah, it was, yeah it was, there was no warning. There was no prep time. Right, but like he clearly saw him, and he had that little respect for his ability to block it. He was like, "I don't need that much." Yeah, no, it's like I, I think I can get it done. Like <laughs> he was right. The yeah, worst thing's worse. I'm shooting two free throws here. That's worst case scenario. I like the thing. Overlooked, maybe just by me. I was like, "What a horrible possession!" Before that, terrible. 
He puts up a bad layup. Uh, then Carter happens to steal an even worse pass. Terrible pass. Uh, like, behind the – like, it wasn't a blowout at that point of the game either. Like No. I was like, this is – people won a lot of Olympic basketball. 95% of those games look like – every once in a while you'll get a good, like, bronze medal game. But a good bit of it looks like that. And, no, he took a good four, maybe five quick steps and right. just up and over. Let's see, because it's in the video I made. Uh can't make a Vince Carter dunk video. I decided to yeah. leave out the dunk contest because I didn't feel like going through all those uh, to edit. And he's got plenty of great in-game ones, too. Plenty, yeah. Like this one at UNC where they're playing, who's this, Philly? Yeah. He catches the window Six, on the lob. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. One, two, three. F- yeah, three and a gather. And really? Not a lot of runway space. To me, the most underrated part. A, he's got hair, which is always weird to see. Plenty hair. Um, but he nearly knocks. Gary Payton's got hair too. What was with this team? Well, <laughs> no barbers in. Uh, was that Japan? I don't know what year that was. I want to say Greece for some reason, but I, I genuinely don't. Four. That was, was two thousand. Shit. Yeah, Vin Baker's on the team. That couldn't have been 04. Yeah. That has yeah. to be two thousand. 1942. Yeah, and it's champion jerseys. There's no way they were so out uh, in 04. Evans, no. But he almost knocks KG out cold. Yeah, that was one. <laughs> like when Paul Pierce hit the ref. That was... <laughs> he just turns. He's so jacked up. And KG, I, honestly, KG probably wouldn't even felt it because he was somehow more jacked up despite not doing anything here. I mean, that's what I imagine you see that in person. Like, it'd be like you... Like you turned around and saw like a car, like a police car chase, car jumping the hill, all that shit. It's like this only happens on television. Like, did right. that? Am I really just seeing this? And he's like, no, I clear over that man's head. That's got to be number one in-game dunk all time, any level, right? Yeah. It, until you go again, complete. Like if. If he was 6'6", it still would have been impressive. He was 7'2". And just cleared, just cleared his head all together. And it's not like 7'2", ran over at the last, like, very in position. Yeah. Like, that's what <laughs> – if he so much as raises his hands or jumps, he might not complete that dunk. He might have because I'm not putting anything past yeah, Vince Carter. Yeah. I don't think – I won't rule it out. Freddie uh, Weiss was stopping it. Yeah, no, Fred was just like, yeah, no, this is fine. The dunk's uh, so good, we all know Freddie Weiss's name because of it. Well, I mean, it's first round pick New York Nick, Freddie Weiss, to you. No, I know, but we shouldn't know his name. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's number one. What's your number one just in the NBA, like had to happen in an NBA game? Stromile Swift over Tyrus Thomas. You're talking about a Spider-Man meme of a dunk. That could have easily went the other way. <laughs> yeah. No, but, no, Stromile Swift takes one hard dribble and two hand dunks, and it sounds like gunfire, like the way the, <laughs> the, way the rim uh, <laughs> bounces back. That might be my favorite because this one, like Tyrus Thomas, again, he was like, no, nah, I've been on the end. 
receiving and giving into this. I know how this ends. Yeah. Moscow was like, no, you don't. Yeah, no, no one knows how this ends. Two hands. Uh, what do you get? For me, it's always like so many people get dunked on that a lot of them mm-hmm. blend together for me. And of course, it's that and getting your ankles snatched are the two most demoralizing things that can happen on a basketball court. But since there's such a high volume of them, to me, it's always going to be Joe Green catching that lob and windmilling it because he had mm-hmm. so much free time in the air. Yeah, he's like, I, I might as well. It's like you, you finish your homework at school. It's like, I got an hour of free time. Like, what, am I, what am I supposed to do before uh, my night class? And he still dunks it like he's not even on the way down when he dunks it. Like he's yeah, still he's, kind of just hanging up there. That or Scotty Pippen over Ewing that in the playoff. Just for the like, one the dunk, two him pushing Ewing down, and three him telling Spike Lee to sit the fuck down. Like just, just back to back to back, impressive. Jordan on Matumbos is really good. Jordan's got like ninety of these for sure. Like that, that guy was a savage. He was a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> but his on Matumbos, especially because, like. It had been something they had clearly talked about many times. The campaign was like, I'll fuck your shit up. Jordan's like, I'm going to dunk on you. Like, that's just what yeah, it is. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to dunk on you. And then he gives them the finger wag. And Dikembe, like, like, I feel like in a lot of these, people are furious. Dikembe is like kind of laughing. He's like, he finally got me. Yeah, it's like, yeah, what can I do? Jordan also mixed someone on his way to the rim, too. I can't remember who was guarding him. Steve Smith or someone, but he mixed them. That when he ducked over, I don't know if it was Stockton or somebody, and Larry Miller, the jazz owner, was like, "Yeah, dunk on, pick on somebody your own size." And they came back and dunked on Melvin Turpin. The center was like, "Is he big enough?" I was like, "You're a bad guy, Michael Jordan. Like, you are a bad guy." That's like some shit you don't even think that's a real story. And people are like, "No, that like that. It's very true." Want to bring Ostertag out? Like, oh, I got time. Yeah, who else you got? Uh, stack them up. <laughs> Uh, JR on Gary Neal. Mm. Extremely disrespectful. So, Ricky Davis on Steve Nash is a personal and, favorite. Just, and just Kobe the, on Steve Nash. A lot of people on Steve Nash. <laughs> uh, just, I think because Ricky Davis was like, oh shit, like I can't believe I did that. I didn't think I, I thought I overtimed it. Uh, no, just right. Got his ass. Trying to think, there's a lot of like missed free throw tip slams that mm-hmm. always get me jacked up. Just because so many good. things have to go right, like yeah. the rebound has to come that way. You have to time it all perfectly. Like that, those are always very pretty to me. Mm-hmm. Um, try to think, Blake. Blake's got some good. I'm- Blake on Perk and Mozgov. Blake on Pal Gasol like twice and yeah, <laughs> all of the roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> after I'm a, Kobe got Dwight. That was just one of those like, yeah, now nah, let's see if the kid's ready. Oh no, Kobe jumped over his entire head. Yeah, he's not ready. Uh, oh, I don't know how I went this far. Josh Smith on Dwight for a game winner, game winning tip slam. Yeah. <laughs> I, and another like every single dunk Dominique Wilkins ever did, like didn't matter if it was like 
fast break, half court. Somebody was in the way. Somebody wasn't in the way. They just all looked very cool. Didn't much matter. He didn't know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> the results the same. I'm not. Not really my concern, yeah. Not my business. We're going on down there. Uh, What's your favorite Shaq dunk? Ooh, Chris Dudley. Yeah, I think it's got to be. It's got like just like the spin move, the dunk, the pull him in with the legs just to push him away with the arc, <laughs> and then Dudley just get ah, you're yeah. a bad guy. <laughs> come on, yeah, hey, come on, man! I'm a pretty baller here. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, it's no nah, another non-Shack related, but the. Sean Kemp won um, out in Lister where he dunks on him and then gives yeah. him that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the other, I think it was Chris Gatlin where he dunked on him. I was like, hey, come on, man. I got you. Gatlin was like, hey, man. Like, hey, I can, I can call it what it is. Like, bro, you got me slipping. Uh, I, yeah. Because that, that's what the dunk on somebody and like hit him with like the two hand point. And the guy just like, yeah, no, he's pointing right at me. Yeah. <laughs> <Both fingers. Twice>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no chance he's pointing at anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, again on and on the flip side, just the, he's like, hey man, you got it, Mitch. I got you. It's like, hey, I, it is what it is, man. Like, I, <laughs> happens to the best of us. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Check ball. Yeah, I'd be way more offended by getting like, like even not even falling down, but like when Steph. Just like make us really go bear dance. Like that's disrespectful. Chasing his tail. Yeah. yeah that. That's disrespectful. Like just yeah, shoot yeah. the fucking ball, man. Just <laughs> that when Jameer Nelson was like, listen, I, after I busted right. Paul Pierce's ass, yeah, All I right. would have made the jumper. I was laughing too hard. I had, I had tears in my eyes. I couldn't I front rimmed it. Uh yeah, I'll I'll be honest, that shouldn't count because he missed. Well it does. I got some bad news. Uh, that's not the worst Paul Pierce even got it no Joe Johnson used to give him the blues uh, Joe Johnson made him fall once let's relax the blues uh, had him playing twister it wasn't good had him looking for his contact lenses I don't know what happened there he like reached down slowly and then he was like I can't get I simply cannot get up yeah I was like oh my back Uh, (laughs) (laughs) help me Uh, and then he was on the ground Yeah, getting crossed is when James Hard. Who did James Harden make fall? Uh, Wesley Johnson. Yeah, and then just took like an hour and a half to shoot. And the look, yeah, yeah. You, you. I think a ref should allow one punch there, just one. Yeah, no, he was, he, <laughs> if he connects, he connects. If he don't, he don't. But he did one fair one. Oh yeah, that was. LeBron spinning the ball and, and Serge Ibaka's face. <laughs> yeah, round and round it goes. Uh, I'm sure people a- right now are yelling about DeAndre on Brandon Knight. It was a great one. It is what it, it is. It was, but that kind of height discrepancy, like that's why I've never – 
Like when LeBron dunked Jason Terry through the floor, I knew the game was over, but it, I wasn't like, what an impressive dunk. I was like, what an idiotic move by Jason. What are you doing? Get out of the way. I'm like, that's the one that keeps like, it's like, why did Jason Terry jump? Why did Isaiah Thomas jump? Why did Damon jump? Like, why do people keep, like, there are seven footers that are like, no, no, I'm not jumping with that guy. And everybody just, every backup point guard that's 6'2 is like, I think I can get a hand on it. <laughs> I will say, if, if Jason Terry had blocked it, Greatest block of all time. Yeah. Uh, Fuck out of here. Like, yeah. If, <laughs> if Mount St. Helens erupted money instead of lava, I think it would, <laughs> I think it would be pretty cool. <laughs> Personally. I remember from the turnover, because I was always already furious about the turnover. And then, like, you know how you do the quick math before uh, things happen in the real world? Yeah. And I'm I like, <laughs> I know what a give and go looks like. I'm like, he, he's absolutely lobbing this to LeBron. Jason yeah. Terry's like, don't worry, fellas. <laughs> I got up. I, you guys can break it up. No, we'll live to fight another day. <laughs> and then just the and one, too, especially with an and one, it, it allows more time for replays and things of that. Yeah. The whole crowd's like, ah, oh, boy. <laughs> John Luke, when John, uh, when LeBron went over John Lucas the third's head, yeah. it's just like, yeah, if you six two or below, you you see him coming. Listen, just and on the reverse of that, I always thought one of the most overrated blocks was Nate Robinson on Yao Ming. Oh yeah, that's what so I was he, like, yeah, I mean, he, uh, it was a block, but sure, yeah, any. Literally anybody in the league can get somebody like they're not looking. They bring it down back. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know how high the hoop is. We know Nate Robinson can dunk. Of course, he can just go up there and hit a ball that's like basically on the rim. Right. It was a good play, but people were like, it's a play. Um, I was shocked because it was the anniversary. This is like a week or two ago at this point now. But it was the anniversary of the LeBron block on Iguodala. Mm. And I called it the greatest block and or defensive play in NBA history. Mm. And I saw people, even LeBron fans, who were like, "This isn't even his best block." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about?" I th- that's the best play, offensive or defensive play in NBA history. There's been so many offensive ones. I'd really have to sit down and like start parsing through them. Uh, but that one's in the conversation. I would put that up and above any offensive or defensive play ever. I don't hate it. I really don't. Um, but even just like keeping it too defensive, I don't know. I saw a lot of people being like, no, his block on Tiago's splitter was better. No, it wasn't. No, nah, and that was a great block too. Great uh, block. I remember that one too. Uh, I'm not an individual one, but the – when like the whole Bulls team was like uh, Smith block, Smith block, Smith block, <laughs> they blocked like four straight times. That was good, but single individual, nah. LeBron, that, that's the best. I think it's the best single play in NBA history. And I feel like we'll see more of this as people spend years, like just watching that replay. Jr. deserves credit. Yeah. He did, he did what he was supposed to do. Correct. He he didn't foul, which I feel like a lot of people would have done. Uh-huh. Just to stop, like, oh, this is better. Make yeah, him make, yeah, make him earn him. Yeah. He just was like, no, I'm just going to jump, make it hard for you, forced 
Iguodala double clutch, which was the exact one one hundredth of a second LeBron needed to mm-hmm. pin that shit off on that board. I think the best that it like some wind horse pointed out. It's like LeBron knew Iguodala liked to go reverse. He's like he had both he was ready to pin that shit regardless. Sure. Like wherever this shit goes, it is not going in the basket. He hits the rim with his off hands. Yeah. Because he was with- like, listen. They're up here. I don't know what to do with him now. Uh, If he, yeah, because he's coming down the left side of the lane. Mm -hmm. Because he's he's definitely anticipating the up and under. And no, Iguodala keeps it on that side. LeBron's like, okay. Yeah, that's why. Because it's one of those, if a single one of those things doesn't go that way, it doesn't work out. Or like if LeBron gets there a split second too soon or early, he he probably gets called for the foul. Like it's it's LeBron, but it's still, in that situation. I feel like they would have been like, uh, there was contact that we had. We got to call, even if it was on Jr. It's like we got to call something, right? Uh, but no, he that and the blocked by James. Oh, it's all part. Of it. It's all part. Of it. They let it breathe. Yeah, but yeah, he him penning that shit. And honestly, that's the other part too. If he this, I don't think they ever would have called but if he like truly does hit that rim before he gets the block it's technically goaltending yeah and that, like again that's why it goes into the i agree they probably wouldn't have called it unless they i don't even know what the there was no review back then right like they weren't doing that kind of not at that point no. i don't think so yeah but it'd be one of those well if you if they would have had review they would have went black no he he just timed it perfectly it was yeah. just a perfect play was it within two minutes because they definitely had two minute reviews then um, it's I feel like it was, but I also feel like it was. I know it was like eighty nine all for like the last seven minutes. In fact, so was, terrible game. Both teams' uh, refusal to score made it so much more uh, intense than it needed. And for a game seven yeah. of a seventy three win team versus the greatest player of his generation, it it was already intense enough. They didn't need to go yeah. like if Golden State just hits like a layup throughout that, uh, <laughs> they probably would win. Comfortably, uh, but instead, no, neither team scored, and then Kyrie hit that shot. That was that. It's like of that. I remember like LeBron blocked first. I remember Steph throwing that out of bounds too. I remember <laughs> Steph getting locked up three, and I remember the Kyrie shot four. Like that's the <laughs> that don't even meddle here. That's how wild the ending of that game was. See, I go LeBron block one, Kyrie shot two, mm. Kevin Love locking up three, and then the turnover. Because even the turnover, I I can't even picture the ball anymore. I picture the gif of him throwing the trophy out of bounds. That's what I can pick because I like, I can see Clay Thompson's like slumped shoulders as it's going out of bounds. Yeah. That, I might will put uh well LeBron almost dunked Draymond through the rim. That might, I, that might be just if I, like right after Kyrie, but it's like yo, no, if he dunked that, they would have had to win that title and the next one. You just got to give him two. I don't, I thought both people had like shattered hands after that. Honestly. Yeah. I think that was was that the one where LeBron came up slow and had to hit the free throw, he hit like one free throw, I think. Yeah. yeah he had to he had to take two. I can't remember how many he made. He definitely I think, made he, I think it was because I, I don't remember if the Kyrie shot was before or after that, but I, he hit one of two and that was like 90-89. Then Kyrie hit the shot. And I think final score was 93-89. No, I, think. I, I think Kyrie hit the shot first because yeah, before, they, okay. they already had that a lead, right. and that was gonna be like the punctuation mark. Like like, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think Steph had just thrown it out of bounds before that. Yeah, he did. We can figure this out. I was like, this. 
but I, I'm pretty sure Kyrie had already hit the shot. Maybe Kevin Love had just locked. No. Yeah, maybe Kevin Love had just locked up Steph. This was four years ago, dude. Jesus Christ. Play by play. The Warriors scored 13 points that fourth quarter. Not good. Depending on which side of the desk you're on. <laughs> Let's see. Fourth quarter. Here we go. Oh, my God. This thing was. Putrid. Wretched. Yeah, this is. great. <laughs> the last bucket. Yeah, it was 89 all with four minutes and 13 seconds left. LeBron misses 22-foot jumper. Steph misses 27-foot jumper. LeBron misses 13-foot jumper. Clay misses 15-foot jumper. Andre Iguodala blocks LeBron James's layup. Andre Iguodala misses 24-point or 24-foot uh, three-point jumper. Kevin Love misses 10-foot hook shot. Draymond Green misses 25-foot three-point pull-up jump shot. A great shot. Uh, <laughs> Kyrie misses five-foot jumper. LeBron LeBron James blocks Andre Iguodala's three-foot layup. That was at 150 left. So we've gone about two and a half minutes, no buckets, still 89 all. So, yeah, JR gets the rebound. Draymond misses that jumper. Steph Curry misses a jumper. Timeout. Yeah, Kyrie makes a three, 92-89 with 53 seconds left. Wait, 92 or 91? Uh, No, 92. It was still 89 on. He hit the three. So, oh, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the free throw came later. Steph misses a three. Iguodala blocks Kyrie's layup. Um, okay, then 10 seconds left. That's when the Draymond Green shooting foul on LeBron James. He made or missed, missed the first one, missed the second one. And that's when, yeah, Steph came down and I mean, it's both got a lot. Yeah. Boy, yeah, oh missed one, made two. Steph came down. That was with – Steph misses 26-foot three-point jumper. That was with one second left. And, and I mean, yeah, most Spates got the offensive rebound and put up a three and missed, and that was it. I wish most Spates just tied it. <laughs> that was if, – if LeBron had missed both free throws. Buddy. Yeah, he missed both. And then, uh, then Mo Buckets knots it up. Uh <laughs> Oh, man. There's a universe that happened. Yeah. Uh, that universe doesn't have coronavirus. I got I hope not. <laughs> the Warriors were 39 and 2 at home that year. And Draymond, like, those are a lot of misses there, but he was on fire that game. Yeah, he would have been there. Like, he's in the Danny Green Hall of Fame. It's like, you know, if one thing went differently, this guy would have a finals MVP. I don't know if they would have given him finals MVP considering the suspension that series. Listen, that game he had a 32 15 and 9 on 11 of 15 shooting. Then he only missed like two threes, too. Like I know Six he- of eight threes, yeah. four from four from the free throw line, two steals, two turnovers. Steph was six of 19, Clay was six of 17. It was tough. Mo Williams played five minutes that game. Wild. I genuinely didn't know he was on either of these teams. Oh, yeah. No, he was was definitely kept five minutes. He was a minus five in his five minutes. (laughs) 
Festus is yeah, he eleven minutes to minus nine. I remember he came in and just just set time on fire, basically. <laughs> that was yeah, that wasn't even like a hindsight. At the time it was like, is this the best move for Kerr? <laughs> like this, yeah, he had no points, one bre- one rebound, one assist, two fouls, a negative nine in eleven minutes. And then tweeted the best video in NBA history. We think. I still can't make out what it was, but it seemed like a good video. Well, I saw it again the other day. Someone posted it, and it was it's even because I forgot there was like music, like oh two, yeah, like two, back, yeah. Soft, yeah, soft rock. Uh, it really is perfect. It is like thanks, uh, Golden State. Here's uh, Vaseline smeared on your glasses. It's <laughs> a treat. It's a little treat. <laughs> That was, it's definitely four, or excuse me, uh, Clay played 42 minutes was a minus 11. Hmm. And was anyone on the Warriors a positive? Uh, uh, Mo Buckets, duh. In his five minutes, he was a plus three. In Leon Barbosa's, uh, Leandro Barbosa's four minutes, he was a plus five. Iggy, Iggy played 38 minutes, was a plus three. Okay. Libby played 16, was a plus eight. All their starters were in the minus. And Anderson Verge. That I forgot him too. Yeah. That was Verge, uh, he well, played eight minutes minus nine, and Azili played eleven minutes minus nine. And so they just set twenty minutes of center uh on five. They just would have been better off playing four. <laughs> or at least the same. Like it couldn't have got much. Yeah. Better. Kevin Love had the Kevin Love played thirty minutes that game was a plus nineteen best of the game. Interesting. Kevin Love. Yeah. You just cut out. Oh my bad. Uh, yeah, Kevin. Love, he played thirty minutes was a plus nineteen, the biggest plus minus of the game. Jesus Christ. Like comfortably the biggest. <laughs> Brian had a triple double. That's regular. Um, Kyrie had one assist. That's regular. <laughs> and yeah, that, the rest was history. It still is wild that the Warriors just refuse to. One of the best offenses of all time just refused to score. 13 points in the uh, fourth quarter. That had to have been their season low for a quarter, no? Uh, Not including the ones where, like, Steph didn't play after the first quarter. Uh, Even though I feel like like they didn't even – they topped 13s preposterously low. Listen, it wasn't – it was – they scored them 13 through the first, like, seven. In minutes <laughs> and then nothing after that. That's tough. Wasn't they? Timmy Mozgov and the boys locked down. <laughs> uh, the one thing I did, it was still about Vince Carter. Vince Carter played, this is from Micah Adams. Vince Carter played <laughs> at least one game against 37% of players <laughs> who have ever appeared in an NBA game. That's, 
like Vince Car- look left, look right. <laughs> you played Vince Carter, yeah. You played one of you has checked Vince Carter all the time. <laughs> I saw that in the graphics. Like he was 21 when he entered the NBA and he played 22 years. He was legitimately in the NBA longer than he has not been in the NBA. Those are the kind of people I worry about, like how they're going to adjust. I think he'll listen. This guy, he play like saxophone and stuff. He'll be, he's like, I'm having a blast. He may playing a lot of tuba, but it's like, even before that, he was at like UNC. That's as close to professional basketball as you can be without being in the NBA. He's been retired for six years, though. He's been a professional, you know, but he's been retired since those Memphis days for sure. But he's even still going through like similar routines, you know. I mean, he's still at the end of the day at the courts, like now that's just not there. Uh, is it? Who's to say he won't just still show up at uh, Hawks practice? Like, no, nah, I just wanted to get some run. Uh, I won't, yeah, I won't be playing in Orlando, but I did want to get some shots up. I won't rule it out. Like nah. next year, like March, it's just like someone's backup wing went down. They give Vince Carter a call. Like that wouldn't surprise me. No, nah, I think he he's got his he got to time the uh, NBA Hall of Fame class right. So he's a star? Yeah. He's like, uh, KG and Kobe uh, and Duncan. Yeah, no. He's like, but me, the star of the show? But if somebody else, he's like, oh, no. Somebody else really famous died. They're going in with you, Vince. He's like, listen, I got to play 10 minutes a game for the Bucks or somebody. Uh, I was going to say, who's who's retiring this year? Like also this summer or like after this right. upcoming year? No, same time as uh, I don't know who's really old anymore. You feel like the they comfortably the oldest. Uh for sure. Yeah, no, historically old. Um like if Noah hangs it up. Kevin Willis. Uh <laughs> legend. Hall of Famer. Uh <laughs> I can't believe that guy stunk. Terrible. Just awful. <laughs> he, he was giving Azealia minutes. JJ Beret is very old. Mellow. He's not done. Does the NBA know that? I've heard there have been reports the Knicks are going to throw a bag at him again. <laughs> I'll be fine with it. Tyson Chandler. I don't. Could be Tyson Chandler. Yeah, like Tyson Chandler's one. Corver, one-time All-Star, Kyle Corver. That's really yeah. Chandler and Iguodala. Whenever he yeah, well, he, he just started. He, he signed that extension with Miami the second he got there. Listen, he also didn't play for like half the year. He might be like, man, y'all know what? Never mind. Uh, like I books to write. Listen, I like money, but I like golf a lot more. Yeah. Do you think Noah would make the Hall of Fame? I don't. Even with the Florida stuff? If he got one, like, I think, did he sign with the Clippers or was supposed to sign with the Clippers? Like, if he got a ring, did he say, okay, if if he got a ring through there, because I I don't think he has any Olympic stuff. That's where. Mm, I don't believe so. Yeah, like, if he got one more major, like, if he won a ring with the Clippers, I feel like he would be. But as of now, I'll probably say no. Did he want to deploy? 
Uh, probably. He might have been the one that the second team. Or I think no, that was a Gasol. I think over Dwight and Tyson Chandler. No, uh, like third in MVP one two all stars, one first, one all NBA team, but that was the year he won defensive player of the year. Two first teams, one second team defense. Yeah, it's not as many as I would have said. Yeah, like I just don't think he's like I think he's one again, major accolade away, and he's 35. So, yeah, like if he won it with the Clippers. Maybe whether like right or wrong, um, no stuff matters. But yeah, yeah, two all stars, one all NBA. I just, I just don't think it's enough. Yeah, that's a low amount of all NBAs. Like even mm-hmm. third team, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, get Jamal Crawford back in the league. Might as well. They extend the roster to 82. You might as well <laughs> get Jay Sizzle back there. I, I still think he can play. I saw the fucking video you retweeted where people were like, man, he's not right from the Bush administration. What are you doing? Jamal, uh, like him in Michigan, they're like, man, he gets <laughs> now. Why y'all show no uh, – it was, it was 1992 he was in Chicago. It was him, Craig Hodges, and Jordan in the back. I mean, once I saw a couple of Knicks highlights, I was like, all right, relax. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Listen, I, I mean, somebody saw, I'd watch him. God bless him. You have to sign something like, guys got that Rona. You can do a lot worse than Jamal Crawford if your whole uh, bench unit falls out. I do think he's like the type of person, though, like, if a lot of people haven't been like going, like going as hard as LeBron has during uh quarantine and mm-hmm. open runs, I feel like Jamal is just someone who's like, Oh, there's a basketball on a hoop. I'm ready. But Miller was that way too. And he have a job for a while. I was like, I'm the most ready. Um, and I wanted Mello signed as well. Well, it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, if they're going to send it to, I think, like 17 or 18, sure. Like, Why not? I got, it can be one of those 17 or 18. Yeah, listen, get me Jamal Crawford. Careful what you wish for. Tatum's still on the bench. Jamal Crawford closing with the starters for some reason. <laughs> listen, has Tatum ever scored 50? Uh now, for Duke, I'm sure. I'm sure he had a lot of success there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, man. Seeing if any new music came out. Since it's now officially after midnight. And yeah. yeah. So. Just one of our close personal friends, Lil Durk. Go okay. I'll listen to it. You wouldn't dare. Try me. Six lakh EP. Okay. All the heavy hitters are out. It's a star studded event. Um, let me get. What's this? What's the 
I hate to phrase it this way, but what's the new viral uh, young boy who was killed last summer? Oh, uh, Elijah McClain. Elijah, yeah, I knew it was Elijah. I couldn't remember his last name. Yeah. It makes me very sad that it took a year for... I feel like that's we're usually... We usually see these and say them when we see them. Brianna mm. Taylor, like right when that happened. Mm. This is one I hadn't heard until very recently. Yeah, that's one. Of, it's literally too many to keep up with. And I just like the seeing the videos of of him living life. It was. Uh, it should have been Tamir Rice's 18th birthday. Was it today? Yep. And it's like these kids can't even just be kids. Yeah, they don't. They don't have that luxury. They don't have that privilege to to only be kids. Uh, Elijah McC- was walking home with a mask on because he was anemic and gets cold, and the cops stopped him for one reason or another, and kneeled on him so hard, like he was like I. Like, I don't feel right. Vomited from the pressure on him. And then they gave him enough. The EMT gave him, like, enough ketamine for a man, I think, much bigger than him because he was not a big guy. Um, so it's just it's just another one. He was just failed at the system at, at just about every stop here. Like I said, there should have been something to stop the police, the EMT, him from even being stopped and checked. Um, and it wasn't. And it's, like, it's better for him to get justice and I, I've seen like the like GoFundMe and stuff going around for him and I think I saw they're going to open an investigation uh, yeah they're going to let's see the governor appointed attorney general to investigate it which a step but it's a boy, if she was still here I'd like that step right it's a step that wouldn't happen without the protests. Wouldn't happen without people bringing up his name. That's why people a huge reason why people are upset. It shouldn't take a year of turmoil and another man dying in a different, unrelated state for him to for it even to be looked at. But that's that's a tiny step compared to what we were talking about earlier, just the system shouldn't be designed where he's stopped and knelt on. It should have, like, if, if the police were doing what idealistically they should have done, which is A, nothing, but B, even if they wanted to say, hey, where are you going? It's cold. Do you need a ride? Because right. that, is, that is the reality we were talking about for different parts of the country. Right. We'll follow you home. We'll tell you home. We'll yeah, give you a ride. Whatever. Home safe. We're protect, yeah. protecting and serving our community. Correct. And they say they were protecting people. Yeah, from animals like Elijah McCain, who would go play his, I think, violin for cats at the at the homeless shelter for animals. You got to get people like that off the street. There's no there's no place for uh, young men like that who by all accounts were just the joys of people's life. There's just no place for it. Right. And like, what does it say about these grown men who are so terrified at 
a young black teenager, but that's their mm-hmm. reaction. Yeah, again, it's it's the same. Once I started seeing about Tamir Rice, it's like listen, he was a big kid. He was big. He was a big twelve. I was like, come on, man. Wait, what does that mean? Like, okay, well, well, sit your little ass down. Like, don't be a cop then. <laughs> Like if, if, if this would terrify you, go do something else. But no. Yeah, like I was a big 12 year old. I didn't have to worry about that shit. Nah. And that's the thing. It's kids that weren't uh, big 12 year olds that do have to worry about it. And that's the game. That video of the. The kid shooting in his own driveway and hiding behind that car as the cop car mm-hmm. goes by. Mm-hmm. The fact There's that a, little, a cop came up to her like to give her a hug and she like stopped and put her hands up because she didn't know what was going on. Like yeah. that's that's the level of fear. Uh in kid. I remember like the shooting at high behind. I've done that before. And I know I'm not alone. I know he's not alone. A lot of people have done that. So that like that's the that's what people are dealing with. And with when they see and hear cop car. Right. And that's, we always talk about like ingrained and people the other way. Like, oh, this racism's ingrained. Well, there's an opposite to that too. And that's the in constant fear, even when you're doing nothing wrong. Right. Because, you know, like that's never matter. Like so many people wasn't doing nothing wrong and still ended up dead. Or at work, at 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 worst or best, ended up with like something planted on them, like something like I right. didn't do this or in jail, like uh, Khalil Browder. They say I stole a backpack, I didn't, but even if, if you think he stole that backpack, he shouldn't have been in jail for like three years waiting for trial for it. However, you feel about it, which is that he was in isolation too, wasn't he? Yeah, after a while, yeah, yeah. So it's like, however, you it's like, okay, we can agree that they're by this system. If he's proven guilty of having stolen this backpack, these are the things that he'll have to do. There are consequences for those actions. Right. Um, but being in jail multiple years before you even get a trial for a stolen backpack, come on, man. I'm not having fun anymore. No. No, I Understandably so. Not having fun. Rust and peace, Elijah McCain. Yes. I don't know. To me, people should be able to walk home. That's just me. Wrap it up, bro. You're going to talk this bull crap. Just wrap it up. It's just me. Shouldn't be. It's my controversial take of the day. I wish you would have kept it. You know that's not my my uh, character. Mo, no. <laughs> I'll see everyone next week. See it.